Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Queer Quadrant, a podcast where we, two bisexual filmmakers, examine cinema in all its cultural contexts and explore why your favorite four-quadrant blockbuster is maybe <laughs> not as straight as you think it is. Brooke! Jordan! Sorry, I blew up the mic already. Are you a practical cat, a dramatical cat, a pragmatical cat, a fanatical cat, an oratorical cat, a uh, delpicorical cat, cat oh. a skeptical cat, a despectical cat, a romantical cat, a pedantical cat, a critical cat, a parasitical cat, an allegorical cat, a metaphorical cat, a statistical cat, a mystical cat, a political cat, a, hip, a hypocritical cat, a clerical cat, a hysteria cat, a clinical cat, a rabbitical cat, Yep. and... Are you a jellical cat, most importantly? I'm really mad that you didn't sing it. Uh, really I will only sing one sing song it. on mic. Okay. I know you what know it what is. You know what it is, of course. Actually, two refrain. songs. I'd sing two songs. Okay. I think I know what they're my For my, for my gay boys. I am. Which cat are you? I mean, I am of a all jellical those. cat. I am a jellical cat. No. Do I have to pick I, something? Of the, um, yeah, of the good ones. Mm, I am a bit of a rhetorical cat. You are a rhetorical cat. What are you? I'm a romantical cat. Oh, think, yeah, you or are. Or a... Uh, I'm a little pedantic. I like being a uh, hysterical cat. Wow. A nice. Pra- a, hmm, fanatical cat sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Wyatt, what are you? I'm mad that you took romantical cat because that's we what can, We I, both can be romantical cats. Okay. okay. Yes. Let's both be romantical cats because I think that's what I am. I it's mean, I don't to know be a romantical cat. if you guys remember from the Gatsby episode, but it was like two hours of you guys being like, we are the <laughs> same person and me in the corner. Like, that's great. <laughs> like, oh, you <laughs> fucking <laughs> losers. <laughs> like, like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> wow. Well, now that everyone has left the episode. Hi. Yeah. How hi. are you doing? <laughs> I'm Brooke Solomon. Jordan Gustafson. What if this was a musical app? We do the whole thing in song. I would prefer not to. I do. I'll just Mm -hmm. lay my cards on the table. I could sing you every word of this musical. I am not exaggerating. However, I will not prove it. I don't. Just a taste. I'm not a good singer. Yes, you are. So you're fam- you've famously been on the stage, <laughs> but was it successful? Yes. No. Yes. You're hosting a podcast. Therefore um, it was successful. I don't know. I, I really, okay. God, I guess I did this to myself, right? Yes, At 1142. Hey. That's when he would appear and he'd saunter to the rear. Okay. Keep going. I've been busy in the luggage. Okay. The best song in the musical. Yeah. Skimble Shanks. Our, is our hero. I know. That's the hill I'm going to die on today. I know. Like, I know How can this. you not, how can you walk <laughs> away from this and be like, oh, Skibble Shanks is not the best cat? It's so weird because, like, his number is great in the stage show, but it, like, just blows everyone out of the water in the movie because it's the only one with rhythm. We're going to talk about this so much. I didn't even get to get through my intro. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Brooke Solomon. Jordan Gustafson. And joining us today is Wyatt Muma, friend of the pod, returning guest, oh. all around great human. We love to see it. So happy to be here to talk about the motion picture cats motion picture cats 2019 here's do the question we, do we do we have we do? to title the I episode think it has to be 2019. Cats 2019 there hasn't been another cats movie but we, but it's important it's to important. distinguish that it's cats 2019 yeah yeah well yeah. compared to the live stage version which, yeah right you know. there is a a like 90s live record mm-hmm. of the stage version a which nightmare. i basically watched so much that i wore out the vhs when i was a kid <laughs> So embarrassing. We'll embarrassing. Get to it. <laughs> embarrassing for you, maybe, that yeah. you weren't enjoying this I'm magical impressed. stage show. <laughs> Should we mention that Wyatt no has been on now two 
banger movies. Like, I mean, yeah. truly flawless, you know, picks across the board, I would say. Yes. Oh, absolutely. They both deserve best picture in my mind. Oh, my God. I would agree. <laughs> I mean, I will, you know, spoil it here, but my Wi-Fi password is best picture 2019. Oh, yeah. Or 2020, rather, for Best this. picture 2020 yeah. is Jordan's Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi famously. Wi-Fi is Cats 2019. Is Cats 2019. Wait, this means that anyone could break into your Wi-Fi, but I guess they'd have to find well, us Well, they'd have first. to know where I live, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so mean, Jordan if, lives if at... If you find out where I live <laughs> and you also get on my Wi-Fi, look, just come on in, we'll hang out. Yeah, we can talk about cats. <laughs> cats yeah. Yeah. So we, like, this is literally, I feel like... Maybe people that are listening to this are like, why are they doing this episode? Mm -hmm. I should just write this off now. This is just going to be an episode full of bits. It's a joke. It's not a fucking joke. This is deadly serious. Yes. Deadly We're going four hours on this motherfucker. Like, you did not choose this movie lightly, Wyatt. Oh, absolutely not. I'm a strong believer in cats. I have a long history with cats, and I have a long future with cats. (laughs) I will say that. Both the animal and the musical. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, like, literally two weeks ago, we covered cat people, and we were like, we're just, while we're in the well, we might as well, like, go deeper, keep swimming. Yes. Downward. I mean, look, there are, people could say that this movie's bad. People could say that this movie's good. I would argue that this movie is neither, that it is a, a work of art. It transcends like Quality, critique or yeah. anything. It is just Cats 2019. Mm. That's yeah. it. That's all we can like view it as. You know what I mean? There's no good. There's no evil. It's just cats. There's just cats. It's like such a flashpoint, honestly, too. I feel like mm-hmm. before the pandemic, people like really remember this as being yes. like. It was a tipping It was point. our like <laughs> last good memory. Like Brooke and I went to a rowdy screening and it was like yeah. one of the, the joys that I felt before the world ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wore the shirt, which is a cat stage musical shirt that Jordan got for me. Oh. I'm wearing cat socks. Wyatt has a cat mug. Jordan has a, a real cat around here somewhere. I do. <laughs> he should come on. We'll get him on. Yeah. He. Oh my god. He's a little Skimbleshanks. That's why I love Skimbleshanks. Probably He's a little ginger. Yeah. 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 Cat. Yeah. That makes sense. I've always loved orange cats, like from like a child. Because they're idiots. <laughs> Uh, Lewin's not an idiot. I would argue that Lewin's actually pretty smart. But growing up, I always loved orange cats. They were like my faves, and we never had an orange cat. So I feel like that's why I like kind of grew to love them. We had like, you know, all the whole smorgasbord, but never an orange cat. And maybe that's why I'm drawn to them. Yeah. It's so funny you say that because I love orange cats because of Holly Golightly. Oh my God, so cute. Yeah. Wait, that's so Sorry, perfect is, for you. I love that. Holly Wait, Golightly breakfast, breakfast at, at Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Remember how oh, I told you you should right. do that for yes. Halloween because you can use Lewin as a prop? A movie that I don't remember anything but about. It's it's more of it kind of weirdly is like also not really good or really bad. It's more of like an experience of like yeah. a vibe. It's yeah. definitely a vibe. But yeah. the cat is great. I'm telling you, it's a it's a banger Halloween. I just wear like a long. I wear like a longer white button down, right, and then I just like carry Lewin around. Yeah, yeah. and you can wear like a sleep mask. It'll be adorable. Mm, be cute. Yeah. Oh my god, a fit. Um, did you have cats growing up? Why? I actually, so my dad is like deathly allergic to cats. Oh my god, tragic. So I've never really owned a cat. I did. My mom did have a cat that she gave away when she married my dad, oh, so named true. Emma. Wow. True that my love. grandparents took over. Yeah, I love that cat. Well, now you can get a cat. You're yeah. I know. You're an adult. You have your own money. Here's the thing, though. So my mom, growing up, she told me the two rules of like being an adult, where you don't buy cats and you don't do Jaeger bombs. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> oh my god, words to live. Your by. mom hates me. You gotta get that. <laughs> tatted jordan you have never done a jaeger absolutely not no but i do have a cat <laughs> yes she's like uh, the cat finds you so i'm waiting for my cat to yeah, find me you'll know yeah oh actually 
they do yeah like, i was like when i You'll started know. looking for a cat i like there was a few that i was down to and i think i texted maybe you yeah. i was texting people about like what cat do you think but i kept going back to Lewin, and i was like it's like it has to be this cat you have like, to it, trust. it has to be this boy yeah. and then i went and he like came out to me and like we like held each other for a bit and i was oh, like he wow he came out to you yeah oh my he god he's so great <laughs> I mean, look, Lewin is definitely a little. Uh. There's no such thing as a straight cat, as this movie Absolute. proves. Yeah, there we go. Um, hey, listen, actually, episode over. While we're on this sweet little tangent, though, about cats, so I always had black cats growing up, and Aww. I probably will always have them because I love okay, them. Okay, Sabrina. Yeah, seriously. Well, I had a cat named Sabrina when I was a kid. Unbelievable. That's so cute. She was black. She was so cute. That's cute. Um, but like. Okay, so the the poems that this show and movie are based on, <laughs> Old Possum's Book for Practical Cats, if you actually read the poems, are they're they really cute. Well, you can just hear them sung. None of the lyrics oh. are changed. But, mm. like, it's so cute because it's a book for kids, and it's, like, about, like, what your cat does when you're not there. It's, it's, it's crazy that it's that so then became cute. a horny musical. Well, okay, <laughs> I have history. I have yes history for oh you. absolutely i mean we have to talk about the plate so. yes yeah yeah because it's like so apparently for like years the t.s Eliot estate was like being requested that like old possum's book for practical cat should be turned into something like a kid show or a kid's movie mm. and his widow always refused it until insane man andrew lloyd weber came along and was like what if i made some like weird kind of horned up 80s musical and she was like he would have liked that like oh my God. you get the right well, t.s Eliot rolling in his wasteland grave apparently he's into it because he was like definitely a closet case okay wait are we, we need- allowed to say that are we talking about andrew lloyd or t.s Eliot? because i have questions about both there i think t.s Eliot was famously a little huh yeah i mean the wasteland contains like yes yeah sort of one of my favorite like yeah. volumes of like literature ever um, oh wow I didn't know that actually shocker. yeah but look with like Andrew Lloyd I don't want to say anything because the man's alive he's a, I, he's fully alive I had texted Brooke this I don't understand how a straight person creates cats and phantom of the opera it really blows yeah. my mind like I have a very hard time yes understanding that mm. Jordan said that to me and then I said to contrast he did write two bible musicals That's so all <laughs> yes, really balances which out. I've only I only know of Jesus Christ Superstar, which I okay. actually love. <clears throat> we should talk about our relationships. Buckle up, yeah. We have we have a lot There's of so like, much spheres going on right now. Yeah, because yeah, I if I I cannot get through this episode without talking about the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I have like I have to. Oh, yeah. It's contractually obligated. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, yes. what do we start with our relationship with cats? Let's do it as yeah. a concept. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Go for it. Me first. Go. Yeah, Jesus. you're here. Okay. I like cats as in the animal. I don't <laughs> like, I think that's where it started in that I liked musical theater and I like kind of was a cat person. My mom was like, here, there's this weird kind of like froofy musical about cats. Like well, I, I can find the DVD for you. I borrowed this VHS from our library so many times. Stop. I think I also got it from the library. So many times. I don't know why they had it. Like my tiny little like farmhouse like town library had it. I watched it so many times that I wore out the VHS. We like Loser. eventually bought a copy of it because it was so crazy. And I was obsessed with this musical. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. I have not seen it on Broadway, but I have mm. seen the musical live. 
I know every single word. I can tell you literally everything about the stage show, and I will because well, we this movie to, yes. is a horrible hey, adaptation of the stage show. False. I didn't say it was a horrible film. Uh, okay. I An said it was a horrible yes. adaptation of the stage mm-hmm. show. Yes. Well, <sighs> we should also mention our relationship together with this oh, because the two of us, I had seen this movie God knows how many times. But we'll get into it when we'll I talk about my relationship. That. Yeah. But me and you watched, did we do it before the rowdy screening or after the rowdy screening? No, because the first time I saw this movie was over with the holidays. And then I think right. before the rowdy screening, we watched, we watched the musical the stage together. show. Because yes. oh. there's a live version of the stage show from mm-hmm. the 90s. It's kind of wild. It's a pretty good, like, pretty live good, yeah. staged, like, recorded mm-hmm. thing. But they're all obviously doing theater acting. But, like, yeah. I don't know. It's a very dance-intensive musical, which I really liked because I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> not a singer, as this episode has already proved. But I do, like, <laughs> I love dance. And I love, like, dance-intensive musicals. And I loved mm-hmm. Broadway. And I wanted to be on stage when I was little. It's all culminating. Um, you wanted to be the one to go to the heavy side layer. I did. <laughs> This is how intense I was about it. I'm not even embarrassed to admit this because I was like 11 at the time. My sister and I and a bunch of our friends put on some mini musical (laughs) review version of Cats, complete with makeup and costumes in our barn and invited people and sold tickets. That's so iconic. Who were you? What were your roles? I mean, we sort of like, it was just like you pick Uh, songs or dances that you want, but I was costumed like Victoria. Uh Classic. Yeah. And what were your songs? I just, I think I danced to her ballet solo or something like that. And then, I don't know, we did a couple of the big fun all people numbers. Like I think we did the Jenny Any Dots number, which is a good number, not in this movie, but what? <laughs> in the show. Who was Rhett? What was Rhett's vibe? I don't know. I think Rhett was Mr. Mistopheles, actually. That honestly, that kind of like checks yeah, out. She was he he was always her favorite. Yeah. He's the second best, I would say. Interesting. Hey, we'll get don't to it. spoil. I know. Not to tip my hand. <laughs> anyway, so I was obsessed with the stage show. Like I literally, when I was watching this film last night, had the urge to watch the stage show so strongly. <laughs> it was one of the first things that I watched when I moved to LA because oh I was God. like kind of freaking out. And I was like, I need something to ground me to my childhood. And I watched Cats, the stage show. Wow. <laughs> so... When there it comes to Los Angeles, we are going. Just to, yeah. so you know. Yeah. I've never seen it on Broadway, though, if you can believe. That's crazy. I don't know. It's I like love the, the costume. Wow. The is it the set. longest running? Yeah. Is, it's like one of the longest running shows. It's the longest running yeah. Broadway show in history. Which is insane. Yeah. yeah. And just to, be, just to be clear, I fully accept that Cats is a deranged musical. And I yes. think that if I like it's had gotten into it as an adult, you all should be concerned about me. <laughs> right, yeah. But like it was a core childhood memory. <laughs> so Wait, well, what does that say about me? I'm cutting myself some slack. But the movie is completely different. It's completely <laughs> different. And also yeah. like obviously you love it, but you're a little bit in it for the irony. There was not a shred Am of I? irony. Hmm. There was not like I was fully committed so to this iconic. musical. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. It like checks out though. I know it does. Which is funny. Uh, Do you think the Cats is your most, like the Cats VHS is your most watched movie ever? Like it actually it probably might is, right? be because I would truly watch yeah. it all the time. And it's not very long because wow. I would just skip the songs that I don't like. Yeah. Like Cat I would skip Spirit, the last 20 damn. minutes. I didn't really watch Spirit very much. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Okay. Wyatt. Enough about me. My relationship with Cats. Yes. yes. Okay. My relationship with Cats begins on a Saturday morning in... Um, Hollywood, California, <laughs> when I woke up to a Google alert. Um, oh, let's go. That Taylor Swift had been cast in a motion picture. Yes. 
Bumblerina. Thank you. Bumblerina. I don't know who that is. Bumblerina. I'll come back to her with some stage show deets. Perfect. Yeah. But I remember. I found out it was being developed by none other than Working Title. Mm. It's a good company. I great to work for. <laughs> I love them. I Not have a good ironic, friend. Like genuinely love them. Yeah, I know okay, you perfect. do. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. I I definitely thought they were making the right decision when this was announced. <laughs> um, and I had a friend who was living with me at the time who was currently working for Working Title. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, and I remember being like so mad at him. I was Get like, me the in. Yeah, I was like, you didn't tell me that That's Taylor Swift so was going to be funny. in this cats movie he's like i'm an intern yeah literally an unpaid intern but anyway (laughs) um i that was when like cats really i think became like a whole thing for me Mm. before i saw it when i was young Mm -hmm. and i was like this is not for me it's so weird it's so weird (laughs) it was a whole different world that i was not um really passionate about i think um but it definitely intrigued me and so I feel like once I found out the movie was being made, it became a much bigger deal in my mind. Mm. And I kind of went down the rabbit hole of Cats, the Cats universe, if you will. The Interesting. Uh, CCU. Yeah, the CCU. The Cats Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Yeah, there's yes. a sequel. <laughs> yes. You know, I had actually, I mean, I guess we're all among friends here. And I consider our listeners friends. Wow. When I yeah. interned at wow. a certain company, hmm. potentially for someone else, hmm. um, I read this script. You were yes. like, oh, if you want to, you can read. We're doing a, an adaptation of Cats, this fucking musical. And I was like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, do I know about it? <laughs> and I remember reading it and being like, it's basically just like the musical. I mean, okay, yeah. I don't really know what to expect. Yeah. Here we are. Anyway, Here I are. love so I love that later. Taylor was the gateway. I know. That's amazing. Do you like Taylor Swift? Just wondering. Just wondering. Um, I'm a Taylor Swift fan, I would say. I would say I am a fan. A fan. <laughs> I'm surrounded by stands. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. I could have worn Taylor Swift merch tonight. I didn't. You no, could have. But I should have worn merch tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You need I think to wear this cats is right. Related things. Have, yes. Have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually wearing Slater merch. I was gonna ask what it was, but um, that's not it's here fine. or there. Okay. Cool. And Jordan's wearing Winnie the Pooh merch. As we, as oh, we all Tigger. Should. Tigger's technically a cat. Oh yeah. Look yeah. at that. See, the rum tum. The rum tum Tigger. He's going to rum-tum Tigger all over that, Tugger. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh boy. dear. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. All right, Jordan, uh, you're uh, up. My relationship. So I loved cats growing up. We had so many cats. No. So I was downright fucking terrified of this musical growing up because my aunt um, basically like was big into getting me into movies. Uh, and she gave either she gave it or my parents had it a VHS of the stage musical. And I started to watch it one day when I was young and turned it off immediately. It was one of the scariest memories <laughs> I have ever had as a young child. I was terrified of the costumes. I was terrified of the music. I said, no, thank you to that. Uh, it was in our basement. We basically had like a, a VHS shelf, basically like what, like what we have for Blu-rays or whatever. And I would like actively like because I was the one in charge of like arranging the VHS shelf and I would do it by like first by like people. So like Jordan had his shelf of his favorite movies and then like Abby had her favorite movies. And then we had like the family movies. That is really cute. Actually, it was cute. Uh, Cats was on the bottom shelf, like shoved into like the corner because I didn't so want to look at it because I was so scared by like the cover. So that was, was... It just the eyes or was it the. Okay. So because the, yes. the live 
yes. recording has like all the people on the cover and then the eyes like looming over them. It's a little, it's, it's aggressive. That, <laughs> and it's the back too is a little spooky because yes. you see like more like detailed costumes. I just yes. like was not a fan of it. I mean, it's insane. It's spooky. <laughs> yeah. And like my parents had introduced me to Android Liver. Like I love Jesus Christ Superstar. I think it's a fucking bop. And like, obviously I loved musicals, but like for some reason, Cats was just like this terrifying thing to me. Um, and then, you know, moved to Los Angeles, started working at a certain company that produced a certain film, mm-hmm. parentheses 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I have just been surrounded by the musical for so many years. I, like, have a very, like, close relationship with it. Yeah. I, like, was there for casting. Like, I know, like, certain people wow. who auditioned. I was there for a certain Jason Derulo audition. Yeah. I just, like, this musical, like, I feel like it was such a thing. And, like, when it, the trailer first came out, we were all at a company, like, lunch. And so, like, all of us then went to our phones and we were all, like, the trailer dropped. Like, let's oh, read what's God. going on. Um, and so when the movie came out, like, everyone, you know, had its reaction to it. I don't know what happened. And I don't think it's, like, because I work there. But, like, I genuinely think it's, like, so fascinating it's just truly like a piece of like work that i can't look away from yeah i don't know i'm like obsessed with it i think it's so fun yeah there's nothing like this movie no which is why i like love it it's like it's truly not a movie it's like i don't know what it is but it's not a film yeah you know i like i don't even know where to (laughs) to start i I remember on the Taylor Swift front, I remember before the trailer dropped, they were like releasing like behind the scenes featurettes yeah. before the actual yes. trailer that was mm-hmm. just like rehearsals. Yes. And I remember her being like, yeah, it's crazy that we just, we look like cats. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> yes, yes. Be specific. Well, they started out wanting to do like prosthetics and stuff, but then they switched to the, you know, the digital and everything. But it was originally supposed to be a whole animated movie for Amblin. Yes. Yeah. Which okay. like feels... Not to like knock it, but it feels like the better way to kind of do it. So you can just have like yes. cats, cats, a la like the Aristocats. Yeah. Yes. A version of this that's a cross between like Fox and the Hound and like Aristocats is like Fox ideal. Fox and the Hound? Or not Fox and the Hound. Robin Hood. Oh. Yeah. The, oh, are you the... trying to fuck Robin? Well, but it's like, do you know what I mean? Like ugh, Cats, we mm-hmm. all know this, is kind of a horny musical. Yeah. So like, like anthropomorphized. It needs yeah. to be a little anthropomorphized. And like, I don't, have you guys seen the concept art from like the, yeah. Uh, yeah, the it looks good. It looks so good. Yeah. It, I think that would have actually been really sick. Yeah. yeah I, I would agree. have been down for it because the songs are bops. It would have been a very cool, like big sort of like Busby Berkeley. Like you could do yeah. like, mm-hmm. ooh, Disney. Like I think yeah. of like, <laughs> ooh, Disney. I think of like, <laughs> Everybody wants to be a cat from the Aristocats. It's like a perfect example. I mean, how do we all feel about cat movies? Like, I feel like the Aristocats the is Aristocats, one. Of, for all its for flaws, ignoring <laughs> all of the racism, I think the Aristocats is a fucking bop. Yes. I love that movie. It was my yeah. sister's favorite animated movie growing up. I, I loved that movie. Thomas O'Malley, another orange cat. The yeah. other cat. Yeah. What about other cat films? I can't. I mean, we already talked about Breakfast at Tiffany's earlier. Inside yeah. Davis. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there are lots of movies with like with good cats. supporting yeah. cats. I yeah. loved the Aristocats so much. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I played Scad Cat and when I was oh, yeah. like 13 in some kids version of the Aristocats. Oh, so so it's also there that are gorgeous photos. period of Disney animation where it's oh, like sort of like looks like watercolor. Yes. You know what I mean? I yeah. love that era so much. Yeah. yeah. I but like I would have loved to see an animated cats yeah. movie and i actually think that it would have worked i totally agree but i will also say though yeah. i like love i know like the proportions are off and everything <laughs> in this but i like love that element because i think that like plays into it too where it's like 
this isn't like a normal cat size. Like, what is going on? Like, all these, all like everything's off. And I think like nothing. Works. Everyone <laughs> comes for Tom Hooper, but I will say, I think Les Mis is a fucking good movie. I love what he did with Les Mis. I really like John Adams. Hmm. Okay. That's all I'll say. I don't really have. I feel like a fully developed opinion on Les Mis because the last time I saw it was when it came out, and yeah. that really? was when I was surrounded by a bunch of insufferable theater kids yeah. who we were all the most jazzed we could possibly be. That like mm. the fact that like a musical that we all loved was actually getting like yeah. the movie like an treatment epic musical. Right. Yeah. 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 So I haven't seen it. Do you since like Les Mis? I feel like I you think, would like Les Mis. I don't know. Les Mis is like, I have a complicated history with it. I think that it's a great musical. I just don't, I really don't get down with these like gritty realistic adaptions. I just can't I would get agree. behind them. I, I want, would agree. When I see a musical, I want to see something that's like fantastical yes. and over mm. the top and like. This movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even this movie, I think it almost plays it too safe. Mm. Honestly, I, I know that it's going to be like a team up on Jordan at this point, but. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I think that the musical films live is so much more magical than what they were able to put on film. Yes. And I think that they went almost too realistic with it and yes like i want to see something just absolutely bonkers ridiculous which just seems like it's bonkers ridiculous but it's like when you actually look at it and like approach it from like a cinematic standpoint they play it super safe yeah do you think that it's maybe being constrained by having to be a four quadrant blockbuster i mean but the thing is that if this is what a four quadrant blockbuster is being constrained by this is like one of the wildest ones i've ever seen like i don't think it's constrained at all except for one thing that we'll talk about (laughs) later because it relates to the thematics of this podcast but like i have to say i know like uh whatever basic take but like it's impossible to do cats live action in a movie unless it is like you are just doing the stage show. I agree. Yeah. There is it's, no it's, other way. Well, honestly, I think it is the same with like Dear Evan Hansen and things yeah. like that. Oh, where it's like certain musicals and certain plays are supposed to be seen on a stage. And yes. like it is meant for the stage. And sometimes it's hard to translate that, whether it be like story or like dance or like musical numbers, because it's like a fucking weird thing. Yeah. Like Dear Evan Hansen, like, it's fine because you have that like intimacy of the theater, but you also have the removedness where you immediately know that like I am watching a stage show Yes. versus when you're watching the movie, you're like, is this kid a sociopath? Exactly. And Andrew Lloyd Webber is the king of like built for stage shows. Like one of his sort of like underseen, I mean fandom, but like guys, guys, an underseen (laughs) Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, which was like fully on Broadway is Mm. called Starlight Express. And it is about Is that the rollerblade ones? This is about, yes, it is about trains. Everyone wears rollerblades and they are anthropomorphized trains. Is this man okay? Like, no. <laughs> He's, Someone needs to check on him. And like, rubber. I love him. And he obviously did like iconic sweeping stuff like Phantom. And he did like the Sunset Boulevard right. like yeah. musical. But I mean. I mean, he like transformed Broadway. Yes. Yeah. He did Evita. Like he, yeah. he, he knows He's got the goods. Yeah. And he was obsessed with like the T.S. Eliot poem. So he's the perfect person to, I think, like develop this for the stage because it's batshit that anyone would ever try to develop this this. as a musical. Right. But like, as I mentioned earlier with Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which I will briefly lay out for you right now. So it's the story of Joseph from the Old Testament who like Uh had this coat of many colors and he was like blessed with like prophetic dreams. He was so like he 
and like the whole musical and like the story in the Bible. I hate that I'm explaining this right now, but I have to. I have to because it's a crazy musical. Is that like he gets sold into slavery in Egypt, and but his prophetic dreams make their way. Bitch, he's like. You should know the Old Testament better than I do. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dragging me for being Jewish on Maine. <laughs> well, you're so surprised every time I bring up some of this, one of I'm these like, stories and I'm like, I no, don't no, know what I to know. tell it's you. It's funny. Yeah. I'm not even in unfamiliar territory. That's so fun. No, it's just crazy. Yeah. Um, But his prophetic dreams like make their way up to the Pharaoh and uh-huh. like it, all of them come true. He like has all these dreams about like famine and like you know years of plenty and he like saves egypt from starving good for him and like yeah i don't know he gets revenge on his brothers who are the ones that sold him into slavery because they were jealous that he was his father's favorite it's a wild bible story does the coat change colors it's like this well the musical in classic andrew lloyd Webber fashion is like this 70s like hippie like Mm. musical and the coat is like this cool like multicolored patchwork coat Mm. but every song is a different genre of music as it like Uh, takes you through so it's like there's like sort of like (laughs) a caribbean reggae number there's like (laughs) an elvis number there's like Mm. a disco 70s number there's like a couple classic broadway numbers of course but like um it's amazing it's actually like it's very impressive i mean i think that kind of ties to this movie though is like andrew like the ideas i think are interesting right like the Mm -hmm. idea of having like different genres of music for your musical that rules and like the idea of having like all of these cats have their own personality and we're going to introduce them all like let's go through and we can have like a different song for each. Like that's yes. fun, and but that's, it's also unhinged. That's his yeah. MO is that right. he's like, <laughs> it's just a bunch of stuff together. Yeah. And like, you'll watch it. Cause that's theater baby. He wakes up and chooses chaos. Yes. Do you know what I think is really interesting about like talking about how this film is like pretty much the impossible adaption is then like thinking about like how we now have this like ecosystem of movies that get turned into musicals Mm, and how a lot of movies are unadaptable for Broadway, you know, like it's so crazy to think of it both ways. Like the little mermaid, for example, like that Mm. was a horrible Broadway musical, but like a perfect, Just, well, yeah. that's like like Tarzan. Like Tarzan. Yeah. Have you seen Tarzan on stage? I've it's, seen clips. It's insane. I have not seen it. In person, they're like but, on roller co- Like they're yeah. on rollerblades, like riding oh around, like God. everywhere. You're like, what is happening? Spider Man, yeah. turn oh, off the yeah. dark. False. Good musical. <laughs> How do you know? You've never seen it. I have it. watched the online version. Um, I mean, honestly, no, seriously, Wyatt. To your point, like yes. Mean Girls, the musical, the yeah. film, or yeah. whatever they're doing comes to mind. High school where musical, it's like, the musical, the series. Yeah, where yeah. it's like that was adapted for Broadway and that was being readapted for film would like neither of those things needed to happen in yeah. the first place. Cause for all, you know, I've heard it's like not a very good musical. Sure. It's yeah. like, it's so weird that it's turned into like, well, theater is just another sort of like vertical in the monolith of IP right. that yeah. we can mine. And like, people won't care if it's a subpar musical, like yeah. whatever. There are obviously some exceptions but to the rule. Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Heather's. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. He's one of the only ones who's going 
for the batshit crazy ideas. Yes. Because yeah. he's like a real like old school British theater dude. Right. I mean, the man is nuts. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. He, he writes incredible music. Like. Oh my God. Yeah. Ugh, and it's so frustrating. You just do that and everyone's like, oh yeah, Phantom, Phantom. of the Opera. Like, duh. Yeah. yeah like, I also. The musical. Memory is like incredibly iconic, which oh I didn't oh. really know yeah. when I was a kid. Because I was like the, mu- mu- you know, the song from Cats. But for many people, it's like memory. And then they don't know it's from a musical. Mm. I think the mo- <laughs> like the biggest. <laughs> testament to memory is like the fact that like I went to a rowdy screening as well mm-hmm. and everybody was so wrapped like at that <sighs> moment in the film mm-hmm. like it is still so impactful it's a fucking good song yeah, yeah. And, and like our a good too. scene yeah yeah yeah, and yeah. I mean Jen- Jennifer Hudson, like the yeah. woman can sing. Yeah, but it's frustrating because I feel like you wouldn't really know if you just watched the movie musical Cats, like how good these songs are. Because, yes. like in my opinion, so many of them are completely butchered. Counterpoint. Yeah. But no, but I see, think some are bangers. But see, the fact that you think that some of them yeah. are bangers is like actually a testament to how good the songs are right. initially and people right. that are like it's a shitty musical it's fucking nonsense yes i'm not gonna argue with you but like the actual like lyrical and like tune and timing content of the songs is incredible hmm. jenny any dots is a banger of a number yeah. not in this stupid movie not stupid <laughs> mungo jerry and rumple teaser False. a banger False good song in this movie it's a good number it's my fucking number three but like <laughs> i mean I, I it's the thing is that like we've seen the stage show yeah. together but like it's not even comparable i disagree i like the movie version better that's insane to me i know that's actually maybe the most unhinged thing you've ever said why you have to weigh in and be the tiebreaker i i honestly feel like the movie can't do justice to yeah. the stage Mungo Jerry. I'm so sorry, Jordan. They totally changed like the timing arrangement. But it still works though. Like I have such a delightful time during it. Do you not? No, I hate. I think I it's one of the worst songs of the show. Wow. Of the movie. Of the movie. It's one of the best songs in the stage show. Yeah. In my Interesting. They suck all the energy out of it. I really do. So. I think the energy's popping there. Victoria's lounging around. They're going on all the stuff. You know. I really think we need to expose you to more musical theaters. And I know you've been. Rude. I'm sorry. Wait, do not say that. As someone who's very exposed to musical theater. No, I know you are. I know you are. I know you wow. are. Wow. Wow. Is this the episode that tears us apart? Oh this my is. God. Wow. It's Old Guard Part Wait, 2. Is... Yeah, except we, we survived that. We can survive. We can survive, we can survive oh, cats. Yeah. Cats cannot be the thing to break us. <laughs> no. We've survived it this far. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I think if anything, cats will bring us together. I think this is like yeah. a melding of minds, you know? I mean, if you're going to argue about cats, like that's really like rock bottom. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, am look I going to say life. that I'm not at look rock at bottom? Choices. <laughs> like, come on, honey. You need I'm the heavy side that. layer. Yes. Stat. I should have been the one killed off. <laughs> Andrew, what happened? Oh, God. Anyways. Okay. Should we talk about, since we're here, like, Let's talk about how this our favorite songs? Wait, I, oh. was, I, thought, I thought we were going to do that at the oh, end. Oh, we'll save so that for the end. It. Okay. No, no, no. We no, can no, save no, for the end. No, no, no. We're here. We're here. We were already talking well, about it. Because I've already exposed my I've already exposed my three. Okay. You go for it. So I have nine songs ranked. Nine songs. The big nine. The, the, of course. So, naturally, the big nine. Leading off, I have Skimble Shanks, The Railway Cat. N- I think course. inarguably the best song in the musical. Number two, The Magical Mr. Mistopheles, My Other King, My Two Gay Kings. Three, yes. Mungo Jerry and Rumpel Teaser. That's crazy. Is a bop. Four, I have Rum Tum Tugger. Five, Memory. Six, Buster for Jones. Seven, Gus the Theater Cat. 
Yeah, I mean, it's very sad. Eight, yeah. Jellicle Songs for Jellicle Cats, and then nine, McCavity, the Mystery Cat. Jellicle Songs for Jellicle Cats, too low. I actually yeah. am thinking about it. I think I might move Jellicle Songs up to number six. Buster for Jones should literally be dead last. Yeah, should I say I my, agree. Should I say my hot take? Yeah, that you like take. that number? I think the number's not that bad, and I also think it's maybe James Corden's best performance. Do you want to know what I think James Corden's best performance is, like genuinely? The prom? Ocean's 8. Really? He is good in He's Ocean's good 8. He's good in that movie. Yeah, okay. he is. Are, am I in the room with Doctor Who people, or am I <laughs> Wait, yes, in a not-safe space? No, okay. you are. Wait, I totally forgot he was in that I think show. that's his best performance. <gasps> yeah, 100%. I actually didn't know you were a Doctor Who person. He's in Doctor oh, Who. Really I know, right? Every British person who has ever, ever been in it? stood yeah. in front of a camera is in Doctor Who. Literally. It is Britain's SVU. Yeah. Andrew Garfield played a 1940s American boy yeah. in like season Cute. three. Why? It's Couldn't true. tell you. What is it? Was it his era where it was like never going, never let me go? Was it like around there? Was he younger? It was like 2007. Oh, boy. Yeah. He was a baby. baby. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. His hair was still quaffed. Yeah, yeah. And I was so mad that they made him play an American. I know. I was like, so disappointing. Such a <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Wow. He is good in Doctor Who. I'm still just really upset that McCavity is your last. Yeah, that's listed. really rude. I'm sorry to Taylor. I know. But now it's like because because you are so like so much more familiar with the film, I feel like I have, I have to frame my rankings around the film. Yeah. Yes. Know? I mean like I have probably seen this movie like 10 times. I know you have. Like that's crazy though. Absolutely. <laughs> That's and nuts. I've like probably listened to the soundtrack like thirty times more than that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, see, but I if I'm if I'm gonna listen to the cat soundtrack, which I'll be I'll be honest, I will. And I have. <laughs> I have and fun. I will. I like the word <laughs> Can we just step back? <laughs> We're all doing that's the musical on a podcast. We're fucking losers. I mean, we haven't even talked about how this is like a gay musical yet. No. Which no. we'll get there. We'll get there. Trust us. But like, if I'm going to listen to Cats, I'm going to listen to the stage show. I understand that. Yeah. I get you. I just like Skimble Shanks. I love so much. I I love that. And Mr. Mersavli's in this so much. I think they're really good songs. Yeah. 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 Anyways, what are your what are your all's rankings? Well, okay, so if I have to rank off the film, I have to tell you it's like probably very close to yours because there's a definitively like good ranking. Except for McCavity, that shit was crazy. But. I'm just going to rank off the film and Yes, that's that's the task at hand. Okay, it's true. This is This is about the movie. This is an this episode about Cats, about Cats 2019. 2019. Yes. If you want to do Cats the musical, we can do it another time on the Patreon. On the Patreon, on our <laughs> hypothetical Patreon that yes. it doesn't exist. Um okay, I've very aligned. Number 1 is Gimble Shanks. There it is, the king. Number mm. 2 Mr. Mistopheles, I think. Hell yes. Number 3 Jellicle Songs for Jellicle Cats. I understand. It's yes. a banger. You have it way too low. Number 4 McCavity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number, Should we also say though how we, Yes. There I think there's a Taylor Swift bias at hand here. Well, yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying that there's not, but like what yes. do you want me to do? No, I think it's deny important, yeah. the bias. Yes. You have a skimble shanks bias. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, there you go. Um what out. am I even on? Okay, it's our number cat scale instead of a Kinsey scale. Number five, the rum tum tiger. Yeah, maybe number six, memory. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. That's better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. For you. Number eight, Gus the Theater Cat. Nice. Number nine. Did you have nine ranked? I have nine ranked. Okay. Yeah. Number nine. So for you. The, oh, wait, you forgot the old Gumby Cat, which is at the fucking bottom. Um, oh. That's the Jenny Annie Dot song. 
Number nine, <laughs> number nine, Buster Jones. Number ten, the old Gumby Cat. Mm-hmm. Truly, two back to back, absolutely. On Buster Jones, terrible renditions. Yeah. Wyatt, help me. Okay, help me here, deliver let me. me from this. I'm doing this off the cuff because I. I just did it off the cuff. Okay, perfect. So let me say my number one is going to be, and this is for the movie. Okay, yes, yes. it's all about the movie. Number one is going to be Beautiful Ghosts. I oh, have to say. I didn't even oh, wow. rank it because it's like... It's, it doesn't really count, though. I love it, but... What? It doesn't count? It's the best song in the movie. <laughs> I can't believe that we're not counting it. No, it counts. I'm sorry. I, I kept it. I kept it out. Which version, though? Are you doing Taylor's end credits version or are you doing the but version see, in the movie? No, Taylor's the one end in the movie. version slaps. One in the movie, I'm not as much a fan of. Really? I love the one in the movie. I think I'm it's so super moving. It's tender. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I mean, you left out a bunch. You left out Grizabella the Glamour yeah, Cat. You no. left out the naming of cats. Like, well, there's like some a lot. of them. I was just there was too many songs. I the was like, addressing I'm just doing... of cats, the journey to the heavy side layer. Do not need to address those cats. <laughs> okay. I have a question for you, Wyatt. Though, yes, is this Go your favorite it. Taylor Swift performance in a, a motion picture? Oh my god, that is such a good question. Because I think it might be her best performance. I think it is. Honestly, I'm thinking of Valentine's Day. I think and she's I think better that's... in Valentine's Day than she is in this. Really? I think it's Valentine's Day. Cats, The Giver. Can't forget about. Where the are we putting the Lorax? Oh, I forgot about the Lorax. <laughs> the Lorax is above the Giver, but definitely below Cats. <laughs> okay, perfect. I do think. Can we talk about how she was like very much in contention for Eponine and Les Mis? Yeah, which is nuts. That's because crazy. she would have been a weird. It Eponine. would have been a bad she casting. She should have been Cosette, except she's six feet tall. So exactly. That, like works against it. She would have been a bad. Ebony. She doesn't. But, I, I will say, she, I don't think she fits in the musical in general. Like her, I think her face and like her style of music like doesn't yeah. fit with Les Mis. I would say yeah. the same thing about Amanda Seyfried in theory, though. I would and agree. I actually like her. In I think Les Mis. she's she whips in Les Mis. She's really good. She's so people good. underestimate her. Her, her, and Eddie Redmayne give my two favorite performances in that movie. I think Eddie yeah. Redmayne is like in the fucking pocket oh. in Les Mis. Yeah, wow. I agree, hundred percent. Hugo's no. Oh, I mean, of Hugh? course, of course. My Hugo. favorite performance is the Broadway girl who is Ebony, and she's yeah. she kills fucking it. amazing. Oh my god, the Broadway girl. <laughs> I don't remember her name <laughs> because she never. She was supposed to have this big breakout film career. She was Rachel Bilson. <laughs> I think Who's her name is boy? Samantha something. Yeah. Who's the little the little shit? Gavroche. Gavroche, she's who my... is later in Into the Woods. That's what it is. Yes, yes. I love Into the him. Woods. Into the Woods. Okay, wait. You. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. Let me go ahead. But then I have a really important question for you okay, guys. Okay. 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 Um, number two, I'm going to say McCavity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just because yes. I think it's so sexy. It is. It is sexy. It's very McCavity. sexy. Oh. This, that. that <laughs> listen. Jordan ran out of the room. Sprinkling <laughs> poppers on us. That movie in the stage show is insanely sexy. It's. Yeah. It like. It, it's crazy. Brooke, I, have uh, a, I have a personal question for you. Yeah. Was it your sexual awakening? <laughs> They're. Okay. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let Wyatt finish his ranking first, and then I then Wyatt will ask his very important question, and then I will tell you all the story. Okay. Okay, thank you. Um, number three is Jellicle Songs for Jellicle Cats. Thank you. Correct. It's, yeah. it's a banger. a good I, opener. I, you're right. Can I move it up to my four? Yes, I'll allow wow, it. Wow, it jumped from like eight to four? I forgot, because I, I was ranking as I was watching the movie. Oh, okay. And like, because it happened so early, you're like, oh, oh now this song, it. and so you yeah. sort of like kick it down as you're going, That's you know? That's good. That's good. Um... I think I'm on four. I'm yes. going to say Skimble Shanks, obviously. Good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Number five, Memory. Mm-hmm. Number six. If it's, if it's not Mr. Mustafa, I'm going to have some <laughs> fists to say. 
I would say that's accurate. I think Mr. Mistopheles is number six. He's so cute. Number seven, Magical Gus. I really do love Magical Gus, I I, have to say. Yes. Are you a magical Um, ghost? I am. I'm a stan. Number seven. I mean, we only have the bad ones left. It's Mungo Jerry, Narple Teaser, and Bustopher Jones. Bustopher Jones and the old Gummy Gummy Cat, Cat. which are just messes. Just messes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, what's your very important question? Okay, what is the state of pop star stunt casting, do we think? Well, probably on the up and up. You think so? Wicked. Oh, absolutely. I totally forgot Mm -hmm. about Wicked. Wicked, don't look up. One of my proudest moments. Don't look up. Um, with Ariana. Do we think it's, Olivia is coming for? Oh, yes. pop it's well, that was waiting. my prediction was it was going to be an Ariana Olivia Wicked. Yeah. Which really? I thought would have been great. That would have been crazy. But the, <laughs> the age difference. Yeah, she's too. Olivia too Rodrigo steep. is truly like she's 18 so small. years yeah. old. Yeah, she's a baby. She is 18. Okay, it's musicals nuts. that are on. Like, what do we put Olivia Rodrigo in then? Ah. Mm, uh, Maybe they'll stick her in Mean Girls the musical. Just, the what movie. If, no, Heather's oh. the musical. Heather's the, the musical. Can the you movie? imagine a Heather's movie musical, musical? with Olivia that would Rodrigo? Actually, no, that would fuck, no snap. she fits. Okay, wait. The fit, and then you like stunt the fashion, cast. the like yes. aesthetics. Ooh. You know who you bring in is the other gal from Sabrina school. Carpenter. Yeah, Sabrina she Carpenter comes in you as know, well. Yes. You know who else I want in there? Who? I guess it wouldn't work because well, actually, maybe we have too many heavy haters, but I want Olivia Rodrigo as Veronica. Yes. Addison Ray as Heather oh Prime, Heather Chandler, yes. and Sabrina Carpenter as the sympathetic Heather. I don't remember. Yes, yes. I'm in on this. Yes, yeah. 100%. Hello. Okay. Hello. It. Hello. <laughs> Who owns the rights? Warner Brothers. Hello. <laughs> we have a billion dollar idea. <laughs> okay. Um, it will keep continuing though. Is Hollywood yes. pop star stunt casting though is the answer? I think so too. I but think so too. it's so. <sighs> it does work in sometimes though. I, I, I have think the, such I think mixed the, feelings about it. And I love Taylor so much. Like, Taylor, if you're listening. She, she can act. <laughs> she knows. She, she knows. I love you. But this was such a mistake this is, um, across the board. This is why she Taylor. cast What's-Her-Face in her little short film. Um, oh, Sadie, Sadie Sink. Sink. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, director Taylor Swift. She's coming. Yeah. Did you hear, like, the interview where she's like, if you can't get T.S. Eliot, get you as well get T.S.? <laughs> I'm so glad we both watched that. Yes. And that's, that is like in the same interview where this was when she was like gunning really hard for an Oscar Oscar, original song nom. And she was like, we wrote this in like two days and it got us a golden globe nomination. Yeah. Like it's so crazy. Taylor. Uh, I have so many just like, I just think that she shouldn't have been cast and it shouldn't have happened. But this was like, you have to remember, this was like right in the middle of like lover era. Like she was not the powerful folklore, folklore Taylor that we know today. She hadn't even like, we weren't even in re-record territory. Like she was a different fucking person. She was absolutely. It was a different era. Yeah. Even though I actually really love lover in many ways, lover is sort of like an outwardly facing low point. Cause it's like, so like bubble gummy. And so kind of like, I love the album. I love it. It's really good. It's like so anxiety fueled and like manic and it's great. It's a bop. But like, in terms of her public image, sure. I feel like it was not a great moment. I think, mm-hmm. honestly, what it boils down to is you have to be the right pop star for the right material. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Ariana is perfect for Wicked. Like, yeah. I genuinely think she's going to give a very good performance. And she also comes from, like, an acting background, yeah. mm-hmm. which is where I think it works. And I think Olivia could probably pull it off because mm-hmm. she has the acting chops. I just yeah. think Taylor is an out-and-out musician, yeah. which is where she sort of gets hampered. Whereas, yeah. like, 
your Rodrigo's or yes. Grandes actually like have the chops. This you all know? stemmed from the White Horse music video, which is a very oh. emotional. You know I'm right. Wait. You know I'm right. It's true. Which is a very emotional music video that she recorded at the age of like 18 or whatever. And it's like a tour de force performance of her like crying mm. in her bedroom. But it was like, it's like super raw. And yeah. like, I remember watching the behind the scenes for that music video like in my room when I was 14 and people being like, <laughs> it was incredible. Like I've never seen an artist like tap Be into that, that kind of emotion. Mm. We're honestly, we're lucky that like, this is all that we got. Yeah. It's I have a question. We could, it could be so What is her like best music video performance? I think it's the, uh, Black uh, Space. No, good one. The one, oh my God, I'm blanking on the song. I'm so just, sorry. Just tell us. You, we Where know. The boy next door, she's holding up oh, the song. You belong with me. You belong with me. That's 100% her best performance, I right? I mean, a dual role. Yeah. We stand a double nominated queen. That's true. I, let's see. I'm a big fan of the Blank Space performance. I, Blank Space is a classic. I'm going to say, I really feel like Bad Blood, she gives Ooh, something different and vibe. interesting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> we're so you brought this off up. topic. <laughs> this is in many ways the gayest episode we've ever done. That's true. In many ways. <laughs> but it here's is. the thing. Wait, I'll say this. Taylor Swift to me is not a gay icon. No. But I mean like no. I would say She's for the straights. She is for the straights. But it's it's weird in how many members of the gay and queer community. at large community are obsessed with her. I've been seeing a lot of Taylor Swift drag brunch things yeah. on TikTok and I'm like this. I would never have thought that this existed. That's no. Like, it's crazy because she's not, I don't know. Everything about her reads like middle America. And also yeah. it's not like Gaga where you have like incredible My looks queen. and yeah. like just so much that you can like oh. pull for something like yeah. a drag brunch. Like it's Taylor Pop Swift. star casting Gaga, duh. Well, right yeah. there in front but of us. But also yeah. she's transcended it. Right. Oh, she's what, meant to You know who I'm ready for it. Like I want someone to like really, I want a Miley Cyrus like proper acting. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. Like Gaga style. I'll like bite a chunk out of this um, movie role. I can't believe this is just coming to me, but Selena Gomez and Only Murders oh, in the Building. Oh my god, a star! I mean, Selena yeah. Gomez has always walked the singer. She's always been the Wizard of Waverly Place. Grace. Come on, baby! Yeah. I love that. Girl we stand Selena so much. Yeah, she has her issues. I love, but her, so, I love, I love her. her so much. I love her. Okay, great. We- She's like. One of the last classic celebrities. This is so yeah. off topic now. No, I'm so I know, sorry, but, but <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna. I'm Look, gonna bring it back with, with my my horrible uh, bombularina. Yes, here we go. McCavity story. Okay, listen, listeners. If you have never seen the stage show of Cats, I want you to go on YouTube and I want you to look up McCavity like Cats Broadway. The it's so there are like up close butt shots. Yes, of like these women shots. in lycra writhing around on stage singing this like jazz blues version of McCavity. It's fucking nuts. And the actress who plays Bombi Larina, the Taylor Swift role, like is very well endowed. <laughs> and that was the um number that I would watch on repeat. Interesting. I, was, like, I wonder why. Ten years old. It's all mm. it's all clicked in later years, but I was obsessed with that number. And I think my mom was sort of uncomfortable with it because it's a very like Sexual, sexy number. Yeah. And she'd be like, we should skip this number. Like it's and you're very like, provocative. No. And I was like, no, I think it's really <laughs> important artistically that I see like a close up of this <laughs> these this woman's, woman's boobs. Like literally like encased in skin tight 
spandex. It is so a nuts way to film it. It's a nuts performance. It's very hot. But it's like, that's why Cats was like such a long lasting four quadrant Broadway hit. Because it was like mm. four families, but it was sexy. Right. So yeah. it's like, you get the teens that are like, oh, this is like hot, but nobody knows this. You get the adults who are like, this is hot, but my kids don't know that. And then you get the little kids who are like, oh my God, Cats! Well, that's and the, you get the, the marketing is just so, <laughs> so broad. It's like, yeah. it didn't have, it was just like Cats. Like, that's it. It was just Cats. Right. It's like, like, that's it. Brand recognition, baby. It's Cats. cats. Yeah. Cats. I think I would be cats. remiss not to bring up Warriors while we oh. are this discussion <laughs> did you know that um i literally am gonna have to scrub this episode from the internet <laughs> did you did you know that i was a moderator on the warrior cats forums and my parents had to take away my computer and ground me because i spent too much time on the warriors forums at like two in the morning when i was supposed to <laughs> why it is literally like crying i'm dead serious I'm sad. It was a precursor to, to fan fiction. Yeah. Like, yeah. Except Warriors was formative for formative, a lot of people. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tapping out. Yeah. Yeah. But I like had a whole cats. clan. I was a clan leader, you guys. Oh like, my God. There's you were something the leader about of the cats. Jellico cats. I tell you. Yeah. The cats have, po- cats have power for kids. I don't yeah. know totally, why. Totally, totally. Yeah. Warrior cats wild warrior also, cats really come out to play lame yay. that we Sorry. never got like a warrior cats animated series i agree like they totally it was so popular yeah yeah i know i think we have to do it well hey hey you can write it and adapt it <laughs> between that and our heathers the musical the movie i don't know why we, we don't have an overall deal oh yeah. my god Quirk okay. quadrant has an overall at warner Woo! brothers Brooke, do you hear that? Is that a is that a cat meowing? Meowing. Or is that what is that? This is coming in be, the distance. Listen, I don't think there's any way to make this a clean ad read. I think there is. Um, our best friends. Ooh. Who love Jenny movies, Any Dots, Skimbleshanks. Such as McCavity. The movie Cats. Yes. A a film. A piece of Masterpiece. <laughs> they love all movies, they these do. friends of ours. Who are they though? We're speaking friends. Who are these friends? You already know. It's Ooh. our faves at Super Yaki. Oh my God, you got me again. How did you do this? <laughs> Bringing you the best merch on the internet. Full stop. Absolutely comfortable. Absolutely fashionable. Absolutely lovely in every way, shape, and form. And guess what? What? You know what they're great at? They're great at everything? audience engagement on That's top of true. everything. else. You want to talk about a movie with audience engagement. Cats yes. 2019, baby. And if you're listening to this right now on Ooh. the week of its release, yes. Super Yaki is currently doing a series of Instagram polls over on their Instagram for March Madsness. You heard oh. that right. They are literally dedicating a collection to Mads Mickelson, mm. one of my number one dudes. Why? Wait, I need to know why. Do you know that I like the show NBC Hannibal? What? Hannibal is an option. A shock. For, but listen, Super Yaki right now is doing a fan voted by the fans for the fans shirt collection Let's and go. probably lots of other great merch collection on Mads Mikkelsen, including his Hannibal appearance, among many other things. Get Mads. So you want to get Mads. You want to get in on this action. You want to talk about you stick it to the paint? impacting cinema the Oof. way that cats impacted cinema. You can <laughs> uh, do that. <laughs> you can do that now. You can go. You can make your voice heard on the yes. Super Yaki Instagram. We 
we love to see it. And if you're curious about their stuff, yeah, check it out. It's amazing. I mean, we don't. I mean, if you're a listener, you know how much I love it. How much you love how much it. I love it. Half too. of my wardrobe is basically super yaki. It's fine. And we've it's got comfortable. A, a little gift for you on top of oh my everything. God, we're Just so to nice. really sweeten the pot. We're like old Deuteronomy, giving one of you the gift of clothing. You are all the jellical choice. That's true. So you can use super QQ at checkout for 10% off your order. <laughs> meow, meow. That's super QQ, all caps, no spaces. RAR, XD. So listen, if you want to vote in March Madness, go to March super Meowsness? Mm, yeah. March Madsness? Mm. <laughs> there's mm. a lot of, uh, there's a lot of cat edits <laughs> there's of true, him yeah. on the internet. Mm. Um, I'm not really sure why, but okay. meow, I'll meow. I'll believe you. You know? You, I, he could become the jellical choice you don't know he's my jellical choice okay if you want to vote in march madness head on over to super yaki's instagram and if you want to check out their incredible merch including a wonderful back catalog of some all-time classics go to super that's s-u-p-e-r-y-a-k-i.com let's watch more movies meow 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 we should probably talk about like how this movie came to be, right? Well, I mean, like this was originally set up at Amblin for Spiel. Well, we kind of already touched on yeah, it. Yeah, it was originally did. supposed to be an animated, and basically, like, long story short, is like Tom Hooper made Les Mis, and Les Mis is one of the like most successful movies and musicals of all time. Yeah. Like when that came out, it just played for weeks. It got Oscar noms, won Oscars. Like yeah. the thing was a fucking four quadrant hit. And so, like, if you make a movie like that, people are gonna be like, "Cool, what do you want to follow it up with?" And Tom Hooper was like, well, Cats is my favorite musical, and here we go. You know, I I think maybe it's just the way that Tom Hooper gives interviews. I don't mean this as a slight against the man, but, like, he always looks like he is so miserable with whatever topic he is talking about. Like, that's why I think I was so confused when I was like, Tom Hooper is directing Cats, and in every interview he's like, yes. The cats and he just mm. looks like he wants to die well i think I he's like, Do you wicked good cats? at like serious material like yeah. i mean you look at like john adams and you look at like Le- even like lame is like he's wicked good yeah. at like specific compositions and like certain things about like people on the outside mm-hmm. and like if you're like looking at his like filmography like, at large you know what i mean like it's about yeah. like outsiders or like people who don't fit in yeah like that's where it works and it's like kind of cold and isolating and i think with cats honestly like you kind of need like a queer like campy filmmaker you need yeah, someone first of all he's too straight for this fucking yeah, right that's what i mean like so you true. need like honestly like a drag queen to direct this or something yeah. you know what i mean like you need someone who has like pizzazz and like yes. flash and you need someone who understands like theatrical musical styling yes okay. yeah thank you yeah that's, i think what bothers me most about tom hooper's directing style mm-hmm. is i think that he's way too realistic in his directing that like it just doesn't mesh with the content at all and like I think it like worked in a weird way for Les Mis because like that music you, was so depressing. Yeah, exactly. Like you want to be sad for fucking three hours. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But for Cats, it's like there's just such a disconnect between the direction and what is ultimately shown on screen. Yeah, and like the the sort of live singing, which like was such a, that was a, a thing, thing yeah. for Les Mis, I think like works horribly here. Yeah. Do you remember those trailers for Les Mis? Like I remember them playing like the Regal, where it was like for the pre-roll for the trailer where they would show snippets and they were like we were filming the like real singing on set yeah, it, it was, was like, like that was the spiel it is yeah. a huge like part of like yeah. all the oscar noms the win for totally. anne hathaway like yeah. it's I mean, crazy and yeah did kill it 
she killed it. Yeah. 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 It like, came true. It came true. I love Anne Hathaway. I love Anne Hathaway I, so much. I mean, again, if you know anything about me, like, I am Anne Hathaway. She is yes. me. Yes. Like, <laughs> we are the same person. Um, Brooke Hathaway. Kind of a nice... Mm. That's a very old Hollywood name there. Yeah, that is an old Hollywood name. I am... Uh, I almost said I am available, but I'm I'm not. <laughs> Sorry. Neither is she, so... <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, so yes, but yeah, I think you really need someone who's going to be like, these are like big blockbuster stage worthy numbers, yeah. like cats and realism, cats and live singing. Just, it's not, this is one of the most unrealistic musicals ever. There's no plot. It is just a bunch of cats singing about themselves it's introductions and what to they cats. do. There like, was a, yes. sorry. The letterbox. That's what was my letterbox <laughs> review that I was going to bring up, which was one of my favorites, which is, oh uh, God, whereas I, it I follows know. a clear three-act structure. Cats introduce themselves in act one. Cats introduce themselves in act two. Act three, unclear. Unclear. Um, what were you going to say? Why? Sorry. I was going to say, just imagine if we got like Boz Lerman's cats. Yes. Like that would have been. The thing is though, I don't think that would work either. You I don't, don't think so? I don't genuinely like, at its core, I just don't think you adapt cats. You don't. I just don't think you cats are for film. There is no. That's why I think it's like no a piece of art way. because it's not. Yes. It's not a movie. It's it's just it's, it's different. It's, it transcends. Yeah, I would have been interested to see this movie in a time before CGI existed because yeah. it just would have been a version of the stage show with more elaborate sets, which sounds great. Like Frank yeah. Oz directing this, a la Little Shop, yes. I think would be interesting. Or like a la The Wiz, like right. weird, fucking mm. weird, weird, practical, yeah. like mm-hmm. junkyard style. Because. <laughs> in the stage show the whole stage is like is their the junkyard, junkyard yeah. and like yeah. all the numbers are okay, built yeah <laughs> i mean hey cats probably mm-hmm. which came first rent or cats cats, cats. 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 Huh. which came there first the cats or the rent the cats or the rent <laughs> um but like all of the numbers are like done by the cats with props made out of like junkyard stuff right. like skimble shanks is like a train made out of junkyard materials like the He's a really the cat. old Gumby cat they make cockroaches and mice out of like junkyard mm-hmm. things and then it's it's a whole like performance piece it yeah. works extremely well and there's tap dancing there's tap dancing there's tap in this there is tap my in boy this. Skimble yes yes but like even that number inarguably the best number in the show it's so weird that they're like what if we were just on a train now it like yeah. it it's so classic like okay cinema but like we have to go different places because like movies whereas on the stage show they're like we built a train there's like steam that comes out of it and like wheels that are made out of like umbrellas it's fucking adorable yeah it's so good but and he does have a little waistcoat in uh the stage show i would just like to say and he has a little pocket watch that's and cute he's adorable and he i has, like, like his, i do like his little straps in this though his suspenders mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah fun. yeah anyway wow okay should we rank cats uh, we're gonna rank the cats yeah let's rank I the think cats it's important like we're here i think we should just get it out of the way before we dive into the plot quote unquote plot Uh, (laughs) I mean, we're not going to talk about this plot because we talked about the songs and we're going to talk about the cats and that is the fucking plot. We can talk about Grizzabella for like two seconds. I mean, it's basically just a race to commit suicide at at its core. That's what this movie is about. Mercy killing. Yeah. It's like, please let me out of this fucking world. Cat assisted suicide. Yeah. That is what it's about. Am I wrong? No, you're, you're absolutely right. A social issues drama. Yeah. This, this had hot button issues. You know when the Academy put out its new like requirements for like movies and stuff like cats that? This had it all. All of those bitches. Yeah. Okay. Are you ranking cats based on the movie? Yes. Cats based Once on the movie. Again, very different. Yes, I know. Go nuts. One, Skimbleshanks. Correct. Two, Mistopheles. Three, Gus the Theater Cat. Yes. 
for here's my hot take growl tiger let's go a loki a good performance (laughs) (laughs) he's so funny in it uh five it's gonna be a hot take i like mongo jerry noble teaser six mccavity seven rum tum tugger eight i'm gonna botch his fucking name munstrap monkus trap monkus trap I have much better role in the show. Gets totally shafted in this mm. stupid movie. Well, I think because they wanted to give like Mistopheles the love story more like with Victoria, I right? No, I mean, the, <sighs> it, I know. <laughs> Can you believe they made this stupid cat straight? We'll get to it. We'll I have a it. whole big. Well, I mean, the whole, what's the song when they're planned. under the moonlight, when they're all like having their tails up? The naming of cats? That Horny. is the horniest yeah. fucking oh, scene. Oh, wait, you mean the one in the theater? In the theater. when The they're jellical in the theater. ball. Yeah. yeah. And they're Horny. all just like fucking in their, Coming. Yeah, yeah, in their pants. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. McCavity, Rumpton Tugger, Ham, Victoria, Bumblerena, Bustifer, Old Deuteronomy, Jenny, Any Dots. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think. That's my take. Did I? Is there anyone that I have in here that I shouldn't know? That's basically exactly who I have. Okay. Those are the big ones. Number one, Skimble Shanks. Correct. In the movie. Number Correct. two, Gus the Theater Cat. I would argue that Ian McKellen is literally the only actor who he understands. <laughs> did yeah. he understand the assignment? He did. Like he, but he is actually the only one who is hitting the exact level of deranged that everyone should it's be. So hitting. funny. Yeah. Not even Judy Dench Asparagus. can do it. It's yeah. perfect. When he's like meow 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 meow. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. That was the one I had. He would make you sing meow. Did you yeah. see that Ian McKellen was like, before I die, I really want to make a musical? Yes. And it's like, <laughs> honey, <laughs> you were in one. He also said on the Graham Norton show, fucking quote, I really enjoyed the chance to explore my inner pussy. <laughs> Ian McKellen, it mu- like his life must just rock so hard oh absolutely um he's great in this anyway yeah. number one skimble shanks number two gus the theater cat number three hot take mccavity i Ooh. am kind of obsessed with Elba Elba in meow. this movie meow. and then he just so that nothing is funnier to me in this entire movie is there anything that. funnier than him getting naked <laughs> i don't want to talk about it it's one of the of worst it's crazy that has ever happened i was watching this with my lovely boyfriend Evan last night and that was the moment that horrified him the most he was like what yeah. is that a huge it's, mistake I would argue though that it's incredible <laughs> his power to make anything sexy like Idris Elba can make a cat sexy so he you're can make- admitting that McCavity is sexy oh for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Fuck it. I mean, just anything with Idris Elba in it, I think he's objectively like, his voice is just so hot. I also think he's pretty good yeah. in this movie. Yeah, I, agree. I agree. He gets it. Like, he has like, he's, he's done committing. camp and comedy before. Yes, like, even committing. when he's like knuckles, like the voice, you're like, you oh. know what you're doing. He's like, he's kind of a weird dude. And I like when yes, he makes absolutely. weird dude choices. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I appreciate it. Okay. Sorry. What am I on? Number four, the bias coming in hot, Bombay Lorena. I'm not sure. even sorry. Um, number five, the Rum Tum Tugger. Jason Derulo screaming milk. (laughs) He like has the milk basically being like jizz. Oh my God. Dripping everywhere. Yeah. Literally. Like I. Okay. Yeah. Number six. Growl tiger. Number seven. I'm sorry if the count is off. Mistopheles. Yeah. Too low. I know. I I don't. Low. I don't like him very much in this movie. I understand. Uh, I think people are either hit or miss on him. I'm in on him, but people are like, you're a weirdo obsessed he's like with Victoria. A shy romantic boy. Like, right. I'm like, oh, that. this is me. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> representation I need. Yes. Number whatever, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, 
then Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser, then Old Deuteronomy, then Grizabella. I don't like Grizabella. I'm sorry. I don't um, like her then Buster Jones, then Jenny Any Dots. <laughs> I'm in my head canon. I'm like Grizabella gets canceled. I don't like her. I am so shocked that you guys put Jenny Any Dots at the very at the bottom. very bottom. It's but it's specifically in this movie. I just don't like I that song. That it's this. It's a bad song. No disrespect to Rebel Wilson, but she's pretty off key the whole time and i don't think any of her like bits are funny and she doesn't contribute anything to this movie what story no disrespect though okay <laughs> okay mine, Wyatt. first of all i don't have growl tiger that's because... okay because growl tiger should be up there <laughs> ray winstone giving the goods ray winstone. I put, i'm growl tiger i put was, number one that was pretty good pretty yeah good. that was okay. pretty good yeah uh, Bumble Arena is my number one. Correct. <laughs> Let's out, fucking go. Out of here. I Let's think it's a, it's very uh, queer narrative to be obsessed with the bad boy. So, Ooh, yes. um, oh, okay. Is McCavity also, your number two then? No, McCavity yeah. is not my number two. Do I even have a I'm number like, two? What cats did I actually rank? There's a lot of them. There's a lot of cats. I There's didn't even talk about the the sort of exciting ensemble. Well, that's the thing. Is like I was basically just ranking by cats who have songs. Who literally have songs? Right. Yeah. Yes. Like no. Brown Tiger. Yeah. I'm kind of loving it now. We're just gonna be doing Ray Winston. Did we finally find the one impression that you can do? It's I think so. I, I've been trying Winston. to get Jimmy Stewart for ten years when I growl Tiger right there. Right off the bat. You got this one. Okay, Wyatt. number two, I have Skimble Shanks. Correct. Number three, I have Gus slash Asparagus. Okay, good I'm answer. Just glad he's so high on all of ours. I know, so me too. Number four, I have Victoria. I really do love yes. Victoria. I think that she does a great job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Her dance is yeah. She tried her star. best. I don't think she's bad in this movie. I, don't think I think so, she yeah. is as good as the material could let her be. I would say I also, like, her like vfx looks the cleanest the best. yeah, yeah like even it just, though it is weird because she is a woman of color and she is looks white yeah. she yes. is a white cat obviously that's not what i'm talking about but like weirdly whatever they did to her facial features and like how it's proportioned it it's very weird yeah. it's it's i don't think it was intentional it's just weird it, yeah yeah anyway well i agree <laughs> with idris elba too i think that they yeah, like kind of I think they didn't have any really consideration for to yeah. how they were portraying these people yeah. on as cats. It's just like very it like odd. would have been less offensive if he was just like a straight up black cat. I, I don't know if they exactly. were afraid. I'm to like do low key that. very glad that there isn't like a Siamese cat though or something like that, and then they had oh, like yeah. a you know. I mean, that would have been bad. I would have. I mean, you know, obviously. Uh, uh, a good choice to not yes, do that. Yes, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um, number okay, anyway. five, Grizabella, who I have pretty high. Because, I mean, you're the you're the memory stand. You are. We'd love to see stand. it. Yeah. Number six, Mr. Mistopheles. Number low. seven, Jenny Any Dots. <laughs> In sure. the tank for Rebel Wilson. Okay. <laughs> okay. I am going to die on this hill. Um, number eight, Rum Tum Tugger. He's gonna Rum Tum Tugger all over you. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> don't want that um number nine monkey strap is that how you say it yeah okay um number 10 mungo jerry slash rumple t two low 
No. Um, I love them. Number 12, McCavity. Number 13, Bustopher Jones, who I think is ultimately the worst The cat. worst. I think he gives a good performance. I don't know why I'm so in it for him. That's yeah, so weird. Jordan, that's insane. toxic of me, honestly. <laughs> it is. I'm it's a little messed worried. up. Because after our prom episode, I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Oh, God. I forgot that we've actually covered James Corden on the show. Multiple before. times. Multiple times. Um. Okay. Wow, that was important. Okay. Jesus. So of that list, though. Yeah. Who are we killing? Who Who deserves? Because it's like, who do we actually, who are we giving the honor of yes, sending the to the honor to layer? have assisted suicide? I mean, I think we can all agree that it's insane that Gus the Theater Cat Gus, is not yes, the one. Yeah. Thank you. He is old. He is coming to the end of his life. He deserves a chance like to go dementia. back and go on the stage. Yeah. He doesn't have dementia. He's very aware. He knows knows what's up. Um, (laughs) I think that it's the... Honestly, the problem is that Ian McCallum is too good in this movie. Like, I caught myself this time literally tearing up during his song. And I was like, what is wrong with no me. i agree because like <laughs> then you have fucking mr mistoffel he's like trying to get like the magic happening for him and he can't get it so then when the magic happens you're like kind of in it and excited for him yeah it, mm-hmm. it's like playing with your emotions yeah and i mean if you're not going to be in for this movie then what are you even doing right why are you mm-hmm. listening be to the committed. podcast yeah. yeah yeah um i my vote is gus i don't really have any other votes it, no i think it's just so egregious it's gus yeah. then skimble shanks and number three for McCavity because honestly if you're gonna put that much effort in to fucking kill if yourself you like it. he deserves it yeah yeah for sure yeah Ineffable. great wow we're all that was great. easy <laughs> okay so i mean listen if i really hope that you're familiar with the musical if you're listening to this episode because otherwise you truly like you probably think that we're drugged out of our mind but like the heavy side layer mm, is yes. basically like heaven and you can i the, the the idea is that you know cats have nine lives right. you can give a cat a new life if you're old deuteronomy by the way real girl boss should move, we say yes old deuteronomy in the stage musical traditionally played by a man yeah. not anymore not anymore we solved feminism good job everyone pack it up uh, we can all God. go home i actually thought that was cool though i was like I oh do cool like it. Yeah. nice yeah. let's go i do have a question for you though yes what happened to superhero cat okay aka the great rumpus cat yes so there is i think that they wisely cut this number out of the movie because it is an offensive number <laughs> That's um, all I remember from watching with you was a uh, cat dressed like a superhero. Yeah. And I was like, I'm warning you, this number is offensive. And then you were like, wow, this number is offensive. And I was like, I know. <laughs> um, so it's from, I think like T.S. Eliot is the original person to blame. But there's like basically this like poem in the original book of poems that's like about these two factions of dogs that like basically have a turf war they have their little west side story situation happening and like there's this cat that comes in and like breaks up their fights and he's the great rumpus cat and he's like a superhero cat um in the stage show i mean i don't I don't have an explanation for why they decided. Sure. I I don't have an explanation, but that's what happens. Now in the show, it's like the cats as part of the Jellicle Ball put on a show like reenacting the story. So they put on these little like, you know, garbage made like dog outfits. Um, But like the two factions of dogs are basically like Scottish terriers and Pekingese. (laughs) And it's like extremely like, anti-asian <laughs> the whole number it's oh, not good boy it's very bad i don't know why it's in the state show it's weird um, did have they because they've made changes to the state show like, yeah they, they cut made, that shit 
ow. And Rum Tum Tugger <laughs> is now like a break dancer, which right? is stupid because in the original musical, he's a horned up Mick Jagger type, which and it's is fucking should be. awesome. If your name is Rum Tum Tugger, yes. you have to be like the sexiest person alive. And yeah. it's like they sort of do it in the movie, but he like has all like the cats like screaming after him he and just all these do, like they, James Corden goes to business. the trash and he's like having a threesome. Some, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 oh my god, this is such a perfect segue, guys. Oh, the thing is, in the stage musical, <laughs> like this is actually very crucial to the stage musical because there is literally no through lines. Grizabella, like redeeming herself, is literally the only through line. But like the core emotional relationship, I am not kidding you, of the show is not Mr. Mistopheles and Victoria. Victoria is a featured dancer, and the central relationship is the Rum Tum Tugger and Mr. Mistopheles. <gasps> Please Wait, do yes. tell. Like the Rum Tum Tugger sings Mr. Mistopheles' song. He doesn't sing it for himself. That's way more common in like the stage version. Cats sing other people's cat yeah. songs. Monkus Trap has like a ton of solos. Well, which I all think got they kind out. of do that in yeah. this, is where he kind of intros a lot of the songs early yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he, you know, because it's like you have different performers who like come in and then they leave, and it's not as much of like a star vehicle sure. unless you're Grizabella. But like. There, the Mr. Mister <laughs> Mistopheles has like a portion of the Rum Tum Tugger song. Like they're very much like played off each other at these like important numbers. And like. So they should fuck. Well, like they're implied <laughs> that they're like. Gay they lovers? Have a thing. Oh like, my God, let's go. Instead of Victoria being the one that like hypes him up during his song, it's the it's Rum Tum Tugger <gasps> who's like, this is like my my boy over here. Cute. Like, you should love him. And there's, I mean, I'll find the gif. I definitely sent you, you sent both the gif. Us, yeah. But <laughs> for the listeners at home, there's this amazing gif from like the live recording of the stage show that is Mr. Mistopheles <laughs> literally like exploding a giant rainbow like banner out yeah. of his top hat basically and then running it around the stage while the rum tum tugger like looks on they have a whole thing they're so gay it was like extremely like crucial to like the emotionality of the stage show because they're both in it the entire time mm-hmm. and they totally straight wash this fucking musical yeah fascinating which is a perfect example i think of like oh shit like you were saying earlier jordan we got to make it four quadrant right we can't let people know the cats are gay yeah well, god not forbid even, not even that i think that like the viewpoint was like there because there is no like honestly like three-act structure to it i think like the thing is like you look at it and you're like okay we need like a cat to like kind of be the audience surrogate and you're like yeah victoria is set up in a way to be like She's thrown away. She's the She's baby. going through. She's the young cat, right? Like yeah. she's going to like experience all this. And she's like the audience in yeah. versus mm-hmm. having just like all of us, all of a sudden you're just like cats are singing at you and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. 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 And you it's know? like, she obviously stands out. Like she has an all white costume right. on the stage show. She's in, she's like supposed to be like the kitten. She's like the new one. They mm, have yeah. this, like there's this Grizabella victoria moment in the stage show where she's like the first one to accept her because the idea is like she's a kid and she doesn't have prejudices yet whatever Mm -hmm. um and they turn that into like literally a whole through line and romantic subplot what is going on with grizabella like i sent you this thing yes that was oh god a cat's wiki a cat's wiki Mm -hmm. and on the cat's wiki there's a subcategory of cats Mm (laughs) headcanon it's incredible i would highly recommend reading it because it's uh huge fans of cats i would say probably 
uh, adults ages 40 plus. Brooke-level fan Brooke level cast, fans who have cast. written their yeah. fanfic and turned it into oh, Wikipedia articles. Uh, where they're like, this person is this person. They're like, Grizabella was once like with McCavity. And like yes, they had a the thing idea. and they fell out. And like, is that like The idea real, is that or? she's like, she was like his mall basically. Because oh. he's like a gangster. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And so like, yeah, that she's like disgraced. There's also this idea that she used to be like a starlet on the stage, but now mm-hmm. she's I see like it. disgraced. AKA maybe she was into like cat prostitution or whatever. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like I. I thought you were gonna go like sunset boulevard <laughs> I, well yeah i don't know because it's like they don't like her because right, she's yeah. like d- dirtied herself basically. right yeah wow. what a bummer crazy. what a fucking weird musical and it's so weird that it comes out of a children's book that's like why don't we like make a poem about the cat that you see at all these little different restaurants right. and why don't we make a poem about like the cat that hides things then they show up a week later on the lawn and like you don't know where they went he's like a little magical cat isn't that cute and like this is what we got and this is like what if mr Mistopheles fucked you like it's so oh. anyway um but I wanted to touch very briefly since we're on the topic of yeah. queerness and cats. Yes. And okay. first of now all, like, yeah. I want to know, because like I was more like they straight washed this sure. musical. Counterpoint. Yes. Give me your counterpoint. I think and then why that I hear this what you think has too. been taken. Look, like we all, we're not, we don't need to skirt around the issue. This movie was not critically beloved and this movie was <laughs> not met commercially with like a lot of, you know, success. But upon its release, this movie, I think, garnered a cult-like following a la Rocky Horror. Yeah. And I think that not only because of, like, the nature of it, but I think that there is something inherently camp about the movie, as I've sort of been hinting at. 1,000%. It's just because it is not really a movie and that it sort of transcends the binary. Like, people who are queer are sort of drawn to it because it has that sort of flavor that like we enjoy and also like it's fucking weird right like, exactly yeah. it's, like, it's about like outsiders yeah. it's musical it's camp it's like all these androgynous cats who are just like Horny. horned <laughs> up and like yeah. are dancing around and like a lot of it has been taken by like the drag community in terms of like doing drag performances of this and like hosting like cats rowdy screenings and like if you like even like you do have like the heterosexualizing of Mr. Mistopheles, which I will now have a dissertation about. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like in general, if you look at it, like a lot of it is about like just the cats, like being horny for each other. And like, just in terms like, it's a very fluid, like sexuality, like Victoria is sort of sexualized by like, all of the cats like they all seem like they want to fuck victoria yeah um i mean they literally have like this weird like orgy in the middle of the movie would you believe it's more explicit in the stage show and that they all end up in this like pile in the middle of like the stage during the jellicle ball and it's this weird like it's like it's literally like an orgy it's fucking nuts well i mean that's the thing it's like it's like tongue-in-cheek it's like weird escapist you can't really like understand or like we're trying to diagnose like what this movie is but you can't really do that Mm -hmm. and i think because of that it has that queer appeal that like rocky horror sort of has where you're like i don't know what this is i love it but i don't get it but i still love it you know what i mean like i would go to a cat's like midnight screening i'd go to rocky horror like it all has the the same energy yeah i think that's sort of why it makes it like a queer classic yeah it's surprising because Jennifer Hudson plays Grizabella in the musical, but like traditionally that's sort of like a grand dame of theater, right. like a yeah. Bernadette Peters style totally, role. Yeah. And so it's like you have that, which I feel like is obviously very palatable to the queer community. Of course, we love yes. to see it. But then also it's like, like 
this is a musical and a movie specifically about like a bunch of people in skin tight fur right. yes. shaking their asses uh-huh. yeah. indiscriminately for everybody. Yes. And also, you know, if you look at the stage musical like makeup and styling, it's extremely drag inspired. Totally. Like from yeah. the get go, it's all like these big eyebrows and like very like expressionistic, like, um, stylings because that's what you have to do like you're a cat right <laughs> the mm. movie is more realistic honestly about them like crawling around on stage and stuff yeah I do it but school. i want to wasn't I wanna it like the thoughts. first musical that had like r- like everyone was mic'd up or something like that like i think i was reading I that online know. where it was like that's the first cool time that everyone yeah. had a mic like they were all like laughed i mean there's a lot of like very complicated harmonies that you don't get in the movie because right. it's like the jenny any dots is a great example that's like a three-part harmony song mm-hmm. except it's just rebel wilson yeah. so you like wonder lose. why yeah yeah because it's it's star power which is yeah. just yeah well i think that's the thing is like musicals nowadays i feel like studios feel like they have to sell sorry we'll get back but like i feel like studios <laughs> have to sell like the thing is like musicals are hard to pitch yeah and you need star power to sell yeah and you sort of look at in the heights and you look at like they didn't really have a lot of stars and like the movie kind of flopped what sort of i know i know what what, what's sort of like the positive spin on that is that i feel like people are like oh my god cats literally just killed the movie musical like we will never get another movie musical but then we we had afterwards in 2021 right i don't think the musical is dead i think it's just like trying to figure out what the new version of the musical is i honestly (laughs) baby it's coming it is coming which i think could be a but oh, I, I, I loved yeah. like all the musicals that came out last year, like yeah. except one. Except um, yes. But like those all felt so organic and fresh and new, and they all like Spielberg had like a different take on West Side Story, and In the Heights like oh. had fucking fun visuals, like whatever you want to think about it. Like they I, all I had something, you yeah. know. So I don't know. I I think that musicals can continue forward. I just think that they're trying to figure out like how to adapt for the 21st century. Yeah. Anyways, we were saying cats and queer. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I think that it's straight washed. I agree with Brock. Yeah. I think that it's just like the movie itself is like very uninterested with any of the subtext that the musical had. Mm-hmm. And that's like super disappointing to like see it kind of torn down to its studs and to have it just be so basic and so like it's nails clipped almost yeah yeah exactly it's nails clipped (laughs) it's just like it's it's not what i wanted it to be by any stretch of the imagination especially after watching the stage performance of it yeah um it's very odd to compare the two you were rolling up to those midnight screenings though i was yes i was i do think you were lapping the milk out out of a little Dish or whatever. Yes. A $20 milk cocktail. <laughs> exactly. We didn't get those, which I'm very proud of us for not doing. I know. But now the fact that then we were stuck inside for subsequently 18 months, I was like, You're well, like, well I would have fucking gotten that. knew that. I would have gotten the $20. Got on the oh. damn milk cocktail. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun. We got like wine or whatever. Yeah. I yeah. definitely had something, but I did not lap it because no. that is just, that's, yeah. that is a, that a line, line you cannot come back from. I'm Once mad though. That. I did fucking send in a whole fucking audition for like being able to host one of the things and I didn't oh. hear back because the pandemic happened. You no. sent in an audition? Not an audition, but like they have like a, oh, like a, a form, form or whatever. I was like, here's why I should host a Cats Rowdy screening. Wow. Maybe we can host one together. Oh That'd my God. So pod fun. sponsorship? 
Shut Brooke. up. Okay, we'll, we'll discuss I'd be there. No one in their right mind would let us do it, but thank you, Wyatt. Wyatt will be in the front row. Hosted exactly. at the TLC Chinese Theater. Definitely, like, when these become popular again, the three of us need to go. Oh, yes. absolutely. Oh, my God, screen. of course. Yeah, yes. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I will single-handedly make this movie a billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, like, I do think that it's, like, testament, and if you want to call it, like, original queer, like, aspects of the mm. musical that just, like, cannot be yeah. scrubbed no matter how hard yeah. you try or like you know this movie having a very weird high camp horny quotient it's 100%. like we all love this movie like yeah this movie if you ask someone in like middle if you ask the general middle america audience about cats they'd be like what is that you yeah, ask right. the weird queer film kids about totally. cats they're yeah. obsessed with it i mean you go on letterbox and it's like people either give this movie five stars or one star there's no in between but it's, mm. yeah it's like i feel like we as cinephiles as and as like educated and you know just better than everyone else queer people <laughs> <laughs> understand like mm. the camp possibilities of yes. this movie yes yes do you think it was purposeful for them scrubbing the queer subtext of the i absolutely think so yeah. because i think like tom Hooper love the man but like he just radiates heterosexuality yeah. and I think that like I remember reading the script and there was this like whole love story built in and I was like a fucking course like I can't yeah. have one good thing but I do think it's like the idea that this was designed to be like a huge like last um greatest showman-esque right like, yeah. musical blockbuster so it had to be family friendly exactly totally. It's like, but that's the thing is, it's like, I think that's just Cats is just so, I think at the end of the day, it's like Cats is a weird musical and like, why? And it's like the, I understand how people got this misguided because the actual stage show is like a family favorite. It's right, for yeah. adults. It's for it's kids. It's like one of the most, it's, it's for everybody. Billion, what, however many billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. And it's like played in like every country in the world. And it's like a family musical that you can take your kids to. You cannot take your kids to this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, you, you can, can, but like, yeah. it's, it's, it just has a horrifying aspect <laughs> that the stage show doesn't mm-hmm. because it's, I think it's suspension of disbelief and it's CGI and it's a million things. I think it's creepy across all fronts, honestly. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I do not think that the stage show is not deranged. It is. It's deranged. It is. Yes. But I would say it's unequivocally less deranged than the movie. Than the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. I think it's interesting that they like also interacted with the audience so much Mm -hmm. in the stage show. Like the way that they would like come out and like actually it just seems like something that I would not enjoy but it seemed like people really did enjoy it when it would happen <laughs> when you they would go into the audience yeah I think it's because it's like theater yeah. is supposed to be this all-encompassing experience and like if cats is a thing that you're like spending your Broadway bucks on yeah. like you want a cat well that's come, like, like with wicked etc like that's that's what we were saying in the beginning is like, I think like theater shows are all about like going to the theater and like you yeah. want people in the aisle and you want these things yeah. that are like all encompassing you look everywhere and there's a cat there oh look the phantom's on the fucking you know chandelier he's like, in the balcony all these yeah. things like you yeah. want that experience and it's hard to translate that to like film sometimes it's yeah. really difficult and i think that's where i get like nervous about wicked because i'm like wicked is built for the stage yeah. yeah and it's like how are you going to translate something that is so inherently about like you sitting in your chair watching a stage show, and, you know? Yeah. I don't know how much like on the wicked or yeah, how much on the wicked train you are, Wyatt, yeah. but like I, deep. well, it's because it's like, to me, there is a good weird version of that musical, which totally. is the whiz style, which yeah. I would 
fucking love to see. And there's probably what they're going to make, which is the glossy, boring, looks like shit Hollywood blockbuster version where they like do everything hyper realistically and like the Emerald City is completely CGI and yeah. like it's just gonna like the Emerald City should look like the Emerald City a la the Wizard of Oz in 1936 right like yeah. there's gonna be like 50 bajillion light leaks like in every shot and mm. I feel like that and CGI sparkles and like that I feel like is what we're gonna get and that is basically like the opposite yeah, I, I want to believe re- in John Chu though. I think that I he's a good I mean, I fucking loved In the Heights. So yeah, I did too. Yeah, but like the did you see In the Heights? Yeah, you know that like um uh sort of like tenement building dance sequence at yeah. the mm-hmm. end with the sunset, which I think is a beautiful a sequence, yeah. but is incredibly CGI heavy. Yeah, to me, it's like that's what Wicked. Mm, that that's yeah. that's Wicked. Yeah, yeah. Good <sighs> morning, Elphaba. <laughs> Wyatt, wow. is there anything else that you would like to talk about about Cats or about Taylor Swift? Because you know I can go on for hours. Oh, man. But. What do I want to mention? I think just that if you really enjoy the movie, you should definitely watch the live recording. Yeah. yeah. I think Thank that you'll you. get a lot out of seeing the stage version. And I think Conquer that, your fear. Yeah, conquer your fears. If you need to, yes. Um, and just that this is like definitely a motion picture that will not be forgotten for a long time. Never. (laughs) I think that is the thing. It is like truly one of the most like definitive, like I think we're like, I don't even know how to articulate it because it is like, like honestly, like very seriously, like one of the like cultural like pivots I think we've had. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like, it was a like monumental thing when the trailer dropped and it was a monumental thing when the movie came out. Like it is one of those points in like quote unquote cinema history that like no, everybody truly. knows because it was right before the pandemic and yeah. because it generated so much discourse and because it was like arguably being set up to be the next Rocky horror, which is insane because Rocky horror has been around for how many, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was supposed to plus be years, the however next more. greatest showman right. and instead like, it is the next Rocky horror. Right. <laughs> which is like something that we'll like forever talk about. And because musicals had been on the cusp for so long and had been down and out to have a musical that generated so much discourse and for people to be like, Oh, it's dead. But then the next year, as you were saying, there's so many, it's mm-hmm. just such a focal point. I think for so many conversations about like cinema and theater and musicals at large, yeah. which makes it so fascinating. And at the same time, it has like a horny dance sequence in a graveyard. Like it's just like yeah. a bizarre artifact of it's, cinema. I think that's really well said because it's like, you know, all those things like, 10 of the famously like worst movies ever made or like bad movie Bible or any of like cats is in that canon so definitively like the second it came out right and like even before that I I know and like what is extra insane about it is how a-list this cast was and how many legitimate serious actors like submitted auditions that have admitted it publicly Lakeith Stanfield is like one that I think about so often he was like yeah I auditioned for cats here's my audition tape I literally like don't know why I did it here you go hope you enjoy it like and there's I mean for every Lucky Stanfield, there's like 20 people who we don't even know about. Um, also, if you're interested in knowing more about like the history of Cats, the musical, I know um, she is a flawed media personality, but Lindsay Ellis <laughs> actually has like a really good sort of like history of Cats video. It's very basic. It's not like a political video. So <laughs> if you're, you know, I really do think it's like very comprehensive. And that is where I got a lot of um, my little known info about like Old Possum's book for Practical Cats and the original stage show and what a 
weirdo Andrew Lloyd Webber is in the best way. We love him. He's a genius. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there you go. I just wanted to plug that really quickly because I actually think it is a very good source if you're interested in learning more about whatever this is. I can't <laughs> even. <sighs> okay. Should we say one of my favorite letterbox reviews? Judy Dench talking to the camera to tell us that a cat is in fact not a dog we yes. have to remember that guys it's very important it's important you could say it's the thesis of the whole film i would argue that really? yeah i mean the letterbox reviews are they're are incredible gems. i think I you could just scroll through letterbox lane and have a delightful time <laughs> um okay well before we return to letterboxd i really want to quickly want to give you a box office rundown of this yes. thing because it's honestly impressive how much this bombed okay so this came out at christmas it was supposed to be the christmas hit of 2019 into 2020 and it's estimated to have a budget of around 100 million domestically it made 27 million dollars worldwide it made 75 million dollars and it opened on 3300 screens and it opened at number four that is so bad to open at number four on that many screens and it was gone by the first week of february dropped like a stone i will say that it only dropped 27 percent in its second weekend Not i was bad. there with my parents for my however many times to see it yeah my old favorite theater back home i wow. went opening weekend with my mom i was like will you go see this with me i know it's a nightmare and she was like no i'll go like i know how much you love the show like let's go and i was like okay my and parents we had a great time in my it. mom did not have a good time because she respects theater my, are you saying my parents don't respect theater? Uh, no, but do they not? They love theater. Okay, well, watch you yourself, ma'am. We all have different. I wasn't. I wasn't. Listen. I saw this movie in Vegas. Oh my That's god! Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> like it was truly a flashpoint for the rest of my life. Wow. Was it at, like an AMC? A regal? yeah, an AMC in Vegas. And then you can go drown your sour. Was that like the dirtiest the theater you've ever been in? What it was, was actually it like? pretty nice. Really? Yeah, Vegas I has like only, nice. Okay, Vegas has a nice. I have only had the worst experiences twice in Vegas. Once I went as a kid, and, and my whole family got sick. <laughs> and then I went for a marathon, and I got sick the night before. Yeah. And then I ran a marathon the next day, and I was like, "I'm never coming back here." Oh I God. mean, Jordan, although you do love theme parks, and what is Vegas? It's Vegas not is one big a terrible <laughs> counterpoint. Vegas is not a fun theme park. <laughs> well, I think Vegas is very much like not. It's your not scene. my type of theme yeah. park. I, I love a, Vegas. I had a good time when I was there. But yeah. You just went. Yeah. Vegas feels like for you guys. You cannot be sober for a What's that supposed second. to mean? Vegas is not my. Oh, you mean for the hot, for the hot popular people? I go to Vegas to see Lady Gaga, then I leave. Okay. I am a woman in my twenties. Of course, I had a good time in Vegas. Yeah. Like, thank you. (laughs) I am a man in my twenties, and I had Had a terrible time time in Vegas. Yeah. Like that (laughs) is Vegas is maybe one of the the remaining places on Earth where the like gender role binary is at like a ninety (laughs) nine. Yes. No, it's true. (laughs) When I used. There was a time where I went to like out to clubs in Vegas and they like separated the boys and the girls. Yeah. It's, it's college all over again. It's truly, it's one of those things where they're like, well, we can let you in, but not if you have men with you. And it's like, okay. <laughs> You're like, all right, yeah. 1950s. Thank you. Like, yeah. it's, it's so, so It's ridiculous. It's crazy. But like, I don't think I paid for a drink the whole weekend. So. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so there you go. what was cats like in Vegas? Why and how? It, yeah, why so were you there? Me and my friends, we do this Vegas trip every week in between Christmas and New Year's. Oh, cute. Yeah, just as like a fun getaway in between yeah. the holidays. Are there um, four of you? Do one of you get locked out? 
<laughs> do you Wait, define do... one of them? What? Is it the Are hangover? You... Isn't there three oh, people? Oh, I've never I guess seen the hangover. So wow. Yeah. Jordan, I was like, what are you talking about? You are maybe the only queer person who's ever seen the hangover. All three. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Yeah. I've uh, never seen the hangover. Wise never seen the hangover. Never. Sorry, I can't think sorry. of a single reason I, I would watch that movie. Gotta be honest. You'd you have to like good, force me clockwork orange style to yeah, watch that movie. With like the taped open eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Anyways, kidding. sorry, you were in Vegas. But so yeah, that's that's what we do. And like we had a day to ourselves and I was like, I need to go see cats. Like I just have to go see it. Yeah. Like it was just calling to me. So meow. that's what we did. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Woof. <laughs> Milk. Da, 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 da. All right. Wow. So that's the box office. Jordan, you want to guess the average letterbox rating? Oh, God. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Wyatt. But if you want to guess the letterbox rating, you go for it. But also, you don't have to. I'm going to go. You can go. Please go before me, actually. That'd be fun. I forgot to log this last night. How Oh, my God. Brooke. I'm going to log it right now while you're thinking. 1.5. Okay. That was around where I was going to go. I'm just going to log it and then I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna go one lower than you. I'm gonna go one three. Ooh, guys, guys! It's a one point four. That's cute of us. Cute. Yeah. That's actually. This is maybe one of the lowest rated movies on Letterboxd. I would say it might be the most popular lowest rated movie. If Mm, that makes sense. One of those. Yeah. The movie that the most people have seen that Mm -hmm. is rated. It was one of the most logged re-logged films on Letterboxd history because people like myself just will keep watching it again and again and again. Jordan found this Letterboxd review that only reviews cats. Oh my god! How can I dare forget? (sighs) Yes. No, it's only logged two movies. Every day was doing cats. Yeah. And then the other movie logged was dogs. Oh, with, oh a, with like with half, a half a star. star. Right. Yes. And every time they relog cats, the review is just cats. <laughs> so funny. Like, it's just so all funny. lowercase, just cats. Yeah. I mean, there's 40K reviews for this movie. Like, it's incredible. Everyone has seen a this movie. A lot of people have seen this movie. Yes. It's, the minute a rowdy screening is back at the Alamo Draft House, I going. will be there. And you yeah. will be texting us the link because we're all going. Oh, yes, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm going to get that $20 cocktail this time. I know. It's probably some disgusting it's gross, white it's, Russian. And it's exactly. Gonna, yeah. 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 Ew. Anyway. Wow. That um, was cats. We're still hitting on the queer quadrant for you. Holy fuck. Like, how do I even talk about good or bad, good or, you know. Is it good representation? I, I think so. What are we if not horny cats, Brooke? <laughs> I mean, I think like four series. Four stars. I'm thinking. I'm <laughs> too low. Um, I'm thinking like with the way that the queer community, I do feel. Yes. You, you had a very good point, Jordan. Has like embraced this, but like then you gotta you gotta weigh it against like the fact that this movie should have been like sixty times gayer. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a single straight character in this movie. No. And yet, so. Um, I'm going to give it, yeah. Do you think Gus and uh, Judy Dench got down back in the day? Dude, no question. 100%. What right. is that scissoring leg move? I know. When she not... like kicks her leg up, I'm like, Dame oh, Judy yeah. Dench. I mean, they they give each other eyes. Like, mm. this oh, whole yeah. movie. It's He's like, I'll get you an weird. asparagus. <laughs> Sorry. Ew. Sorry. Ah, oh, just for that, I'm lowering. <laughs> half star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it one and a half. Okay. Stars. That is what I originally gave wow. the movie on Letterboxd when I reviewed it. That, I'm starless. There's like, I was like one plus like a little boost mm-hmm. for like my Your personal affinity connection. for meows. So, but yeah, I mean, ugh. It's great. Like looking at your shirt, I always forget that the cat eyes have cats The cat cats eyes dancing. have cats in them. It's, it's cool. catception. I love it. It's a great. 
Um, okay, me? Yep. I think that, as I had said, the way that it was adopted by the queer community, I think you can't look at this film. Like, genuinely, how can you look at this movie and be like, all of these cats aren't horny for each other, like, regardless of gender? Like, it is truly just like cats trying to fuck other cats. I think that it will have a lasting legacy within this community. I think that I will continuously go to it. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to give it two and a half. Okay, honestly... That's better than I was expecting. Do you think I was going to five? Maybe. Eh. No. I'm a, I'm a reasonable soul. Yeah, I recognize art when I see it. It's a two and a half in terms of the queer quadrant scale. Okay. It could have been gayer. Wow. It deserved to be gayer. Definitely deserved to be also, gayer. But also, it was gay. Yes. It was horny. It's one of the hornier films I've seen. Right. I mean, I just, you know, not to get too serious on this fucking ridiculous episode, but like, I think like sometimes we do equate like queerness to horniness and sometimes that's correct. Sometimes Mm. it's not correct. I agree. But sometimes it is. Yes. And I think in this case it is. I have a pitch for you. What? What if Paul Verhoeven directed this? Oof. (laughs) Hornier. It's like the horniest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a really big like. Showgirls. Well, well. Yeah, no, I was going to say he's not, although he uses, like, visual effects, he's not, yeah. like, a huge, huge CGI pro- I don't know. I like, C- I, I like how he uses CGI. He uses I CGI smart, but I mean, like, yeah. he's, like, the cutting edge of, like, practical stuff. Yeah, exactly, mm. which is why I think I would like it. I think he'd kill Maybe he'd be cats. fucking... I think we need Paul weird. Verhoeven's cats. Okay, but, like, the tits would be out. Oh, yeah, every... <laughs> no, you see everyone's nipples. <laughs> it's, it's, like, the bottom of... You, like, are seeing it, but it's not just, like, two. It's, like, a fucking... Stop! Like, eight. Oh, God. It's like the three-breasted woman in fucking Total Recall. Jordan. Sorry. Am <laughs> I, I right, I need to though? cut your mic access, and we need to move on. We need to move Why? on. Why? Where is it landing for you? Right now. That's such a good question. I'm going to say two stars. <laughs> two? Okay, right Yay! in the middle. Hey, yeah. we love a good spread. Wow. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. You're always so, that's what I'm so here for. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, spreading. I think that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. Jesus Christ. There you go. There you go. Fucking cats, man. God. Wow. Yeah. We did it. Wow. Congrats. Wyatt. Are we as- ascending? We are going to Heaviside Lair. Congratulations. <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done Woo. it. Woo. Um, Wyatt, literally, thank you so much for being here. A delight. Here. Oh, my gosh. You was were so the jellical choice. Oh, that's true. That is <laughs> <Wow>. true. <laughs> this is my one dream. Thank you both. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked this uh, this, movie. this movie. Me too, man. It's important. Like, we had to do it. Yeah. We did have to do it eventually. And Mistopheles yeah. had to do it to him. I think it was. it's coming at a good time. You know, it's like we're kind of, it's going to drop like right in the middle of Oscar season. It's a good reminder a for breather, everyone. Yeah. Maybe right after. So yeah. it's, it's, a good, it's a good way to move into a new film season. A new era. Anyway, um, you are the best everyone Aww. should be friends with you in real life or online is there anything that you would like to plug um yeah plug being my friend that's a great yeah, plug it's, it's a, a great one. plug <laughs> everyone should be friends with Wyatt yeah please let's do it I'm very friendly <laughs> great go watch cats together yeah watch let's cats. all go watch cats hit me up Quadrant rowdy screening of cats rowdy screening hosted by us you can come you can become friends with wyatt and you get to see us host a rowdy screening i really don't know what else you Delightful. want perfect honestly. follow me at um w-y-y-a-t-t on instagram love we love an instagram plug it's the only Special. way to reach me there we go <laughs> you heard it here first um we're on the other bad social media if you we need are. us 
Twitter, baby. Uh, famously set alight by the cat's trailer. That's true. So <laughs> burned down to the ground. Us I would and say, the people rather. all hanging out together, thinking about cats. Uh, I'm a Brooke B. Solomon. Meow, meow. Jordan H. Gus. Meow, meow. And we're together at Queer Quadrant. Meow, meow. And I can't imagine we have many listeners. Have we done enough left. service for? Like, I'm just nervous that we didn't give Skimbleshanks enough due. Do you think that like we shined a light He's on our hero? The railway enough? cat, the cat of the railway train. train. Yes, and it's a very good. But I want Skimbleshanks is only the hero because his song in this movie is the only one where they bothered to retain but, the original tempo even, from the show like, show and, and the movie, time signature show and movie i think he's the best he's great right like it's a very catchy yeah. song. the best cat yes yeah. and okay. i like i like a nice fast-paced verse before the chorus and i know all of those verses and it's very so it's, it's, it's a very fun performance do i make lewin like a little skimble i think costume? you should That'd but then so who are cute. you gonna be mr mistopheles oof That'd be cute. Yeah, with like Full a little makeup. bow tie. Full uh, makeup. Ooh. <laughs> um, uh, no, wait. I was literally okay. in the middle of trying to promote the I know. show. What if on our, I know, we'll come back to it. Let's just say we actually get a host of Rowdy screening. Oh I think God. we have to make the promise that we would arrive in full cat makeup. I will make that promise. There are, I, will, I won't post them on the internet because it's me as a child, but there are photos of me as a child in this barn version of Cats that I put on in like full Broadway Ooh. level. Can you send to us? Yes. Great. I would love to see. And the listeners, I'm sorry. I just, it's you know, tease. I love a little tease. We love a tease. <laughs> Always love to keep you guessing. Where can you keep guessing for us? <laughs> we literally have zero subscribers left after <laughs> this episode. You can find the podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, in the Heaviside layer, wherever else you like to get your podcast. Drop us a rate. Five cats only, please, meow, God. Meow, meow, we, meow, we, meow. You know we need it for this episode. Drop us a review about cats. Subscribe for meow. more cats. Um, tweet at us wow. about cats and let us know what you would like us to maybe cover in the future, including movies about cats. There's What's none it? left. <laughs> uh, could we get a pitch on the Aristocats? Let's see. Mm, I don't think that's a very straight movie. It is probably. It's, it's a good, it's, it's sort yeah. of old school like, romantic. actually like weirdly straight. I mean, not weirdly. It's Disney. It's about like a stepdad. He's like, he's the dad who stepped up. I mean, he's we the love cat who stepped up. a found family, but in Absolutely. a heterosexual structure <laughs> oh the mess anyways what are we covering next week uh next week we are throwing it back to mm. the classic era of filmmaking and covering a very transparently queer movie um it's alfred hitchcock's rope let's go next week i'm actually so excited episode I'm excited already in the can good app good fucking movie please go watch it i if think you there's some thematic similarities between rope and cats in yeah. terms of like you play with a rope with your cat. Yeah. And I mean, I saw rope and then I used said rope to strangle myself so I wouldn't have to watch this movie. <laughs> wow. So that was rude. That's also a thematic parallel if you think about Dear it. Dear Lord. Anyway. Hitchcock's coming for you. Um, tune in next week for that. And Brooke, do you have anything you would like to leave our listeners with? Milk. Milk. <laughs>